Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Off the Ropes, Episode 5, WrestleMania Review Show. I'm Brett Sweeney, alongside Brandon Ogden, Jeremy Hubbard, and the Kyle Owens. How's it going, fellas? That was the worst opening to no. uh, to a show no, that I, I can remember. I mean, that's, that's an awesome song. I don't care about the person, but the song's awesome. great song. I mean, here we go. I mean, it, it's apropos, right, though? I mean, we'll be talking about that, unfortunately. Um People want to hear us talk about it, so I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point during the show. So here's my booze. Mm. I was I was hoping I was hoping to be playing another another intro tonight, but unfortunately, um, Vince McMahon had other plans. I don't know what those plans are. We he doesn't know, know what those plans are. Probably not. You're you're definitely correct there, Kyle. He, he probably doesn't. But um, we'll 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 talk. Uh, we'll start with with the the. I'm gonna call this show the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay, <laughs> three parts. We got WrestleMania Night One, the good, the part that I didn't get to watch live. What, what? Now I know you guys had some trouble watching. Did anybody watch it live? Kyle did. I think right. Uh, everything except the last match. I watched the last match when I got home. Did you guys? No, I actually I actually picked it up. I don't know. It was after midnight when I started, so I I managed to stay awake for about an hour and a half and finish the other half on Sunday. But uh, no, I don't think any of us watched it live except for for KO. Man. Yeah, because uh, we were otherwise we were together. We were together so. Kyle was doing it. I mean, uh, Brandon was doing everything I was, except he was watching the Final Four on the computer uh, down for me. So he wasn't watching. I went home and and I paid the ten dollars for Peacock, and then I immediately canceled it. Um, which in the future that may not be uh maybe different there, fellas. Y'all might be coming to my house uh for the uh pay per view <laughs> portion of it. And that's negative. I thought we were starting with the good. Why are you bringing up? Hey, the okay, good? sorry, sorry. The good is night one. The bad is night two, and the ugly is raw. Oh my god, that, that kind of that kind of fits, right? Yeah, I feel like. I feel like I wasted three hours last I, night. I I, le- I legitimately fell asleep during it. Like I was that mm. bored, and it was, it was the, it was probably the worst. And y'all y'all could correct me if I'm wrong. Probably the worst Raw after Mania I've ever oh. seen. Like oh. it was for all the buildup and how good the weekend was. Like WrestleMania, in my opinion, was fantastic. Night one was amazing. Night two had a had a had a had a couple bad spots in it but it, it I, overall I thought it was a good product on night 2 t- to make WrestleMania as a whole a great show and then just to come out with the dud of yeah. raw after mania especially after the big news of them merging with Endeavor well here's my thought here's my thoughts too like if it would have been any other raw it would have been okay yeah right the raw after mania Whew. okay so uh, hold on we're going to get to that let's start <laughs> with night 1 um, we'll start with the opening match. We had John Cena, Austin Theory, and and also I kept our things here. I'm, I'm didn't do very well myself. I believe we had a tie. 
with Jeremy and Kyle with nine right. correct correct picks. Good job, Jeremy. So congratulations, you two. Actually, I was wondering. I couldn't remember. I was like, man, I think I picked that, but I'll take nine. That'll work. And uh, Brandon had seven, and I had six. Um, I think here's my – I think if – I guess I picked um, before I knew – if I'd have known Vince was booking, I might have picked differently. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. I don't think you. Vince booked WrestleMania necessarily. Uh, I think he booked a couple of matches. Yeah, and I think we can all figure out which those are, but uh, I don't think I yeah. think Triple H had a big hand in this. I think what we saw of Vince was last night. Yeah, I still anyway. think he had he had quite a few hands in there. I think, but <laughs> anyway, uh, pretty good match was seen in theory. I mean, did it did it do anything for theory though? I don't think so. I mean, low blow. Come on, how many times are we going to see him hit him in the balls? That's like their it's like their go to move in WWE. Oh, with nothing else, oh DQ just. Hit him between the legs and get the get the win. I don't, I don't like that, honestly. It doesn't do anything. Cena can take the loss. I think on a it would help theory. Um, you don't need to protect him. He's John Cena, so I I figured theory would win. I don't like the way they did it, but uh, what what's you guys' thoughts on the match? Well, I mean, honestly, if, if you're not going to give him a clean win, then it's it has to be because you're setting something else up, right? Like. Cena doesn't need to – if Cena loses, gets pinned, no big deal. But it, it was almost like they were booking it, looking ahead to something else happening, I guess. I mean, I don't, I, it was weird. You're right. Like, why does that have to be the way it was? You knew Cena's willing to put the guy over. Um, I don't know, man. You're right. It's just the the whole the, – the way it went down would have – I mean, I know Cena's probably not – we're not going to see the dude for a while, right? But it's almost like it, – it was like it was a normal – it could have been whoever – and we're going to see him again on on Raw next Monday, having a rematch. Is, is the way it kind of felt. It was weird. It was it was not normal, in my opinion. I I think it kind of plays into Theory's gimmick just by the fact that he doesn't he'll do anything to win. Um, that's the only thing I that I didn't mind that aspect so much. I was I was kind of curious as to why it was so short. Why it was such a short match? It only went about ten minutes, 10, 11 minutes. Um, I could have seen them, you know, go a little longer. Um, I do think, kind of like I said last time before Mania, I think they're setting up Theory to be the new legend killer because we saw him kind of start something with Ray last night. Um, I, I think that that's kind of what they're setting him up for. I'm with you, though. I'm with both of y'all. I don't – it should have been a clean victory. It, he shouldn't have had to cheat to win, but I'm okay with it because it kind of plays into Theory's heel gimmick about – doing whatever he can to win so i'm not think anybody's ever going to take him seriously though if he you know yeah if he doesn't win sometime clean i mean yeah you, you skate away on occasion but this is the case right now if you're trying to protect somebody this is okay in this case with cena you don't need it you don't need to protect cena yeah yeah i mean this is the only match only match i got to watch on saturday so uh but uh Thought it was, you know, I thought it was a decent match, but yeah, I I, I expect I knew Theory was going to do something along those lines. I didn't think it would be the low blow, but obviously thought he was going to do something sneaky, and that's exactly what happened. I didn't think uh, I didn't think Theory would go Mike Tyson and start biting Cena's ear. I didn't I didn't expect that. <laughs> and his, he bought, yeah. didn't he bite his hands a couple times too? And yep. yeah. Oh. yeah. It, it was – honestly, I was like, is this his – like, he doesn't know how to hide. He's trying to tell Cena something. Is this how he's doing it? And I was like, what a joke, man. Like, 
it, man, at least just yell it out or something, but don't bite. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't understand the reasoning. I mean, I get it what you're saying. Like it's just kind of his thing, but I don't know. It is what it was. It was a weirdly, it was as excited as they tried to make it to be the opening match. It was kind of like, okay, this is not really moving the needle for a lot of people right now for that to happen the way it did. Well, it was kind that, of a dud. well daddy's back. So I'm sure oh, he'll be God. getting, the, he'll be getting a push. I'm sure. Mm. <laughs> um, I mean, like I said, I, I I thought it was an okay match. I just didn't like the way it. I mean, I knew Theory was gonna win. I just didn't like the hole between the legs hitting thing. Um, next up, surprisingly, this tag match Dude. was ridiculous. <laughs> That's some, the spot where they all uh, where Ricochet got up behind him and and dove. Oh my gosh, that was incredible. Um. I didn't see the Street Profits winning. No, None of us picked that one. That was a – nobody got that one right. We were all – had different picks. Um, I just – with who I thought was going to win at the end of the night, it just didn't match to, to have the Street Profits win. Of course, we've already had that match. We'll talk about that later. Uh, I, I don't understand. <laughs> um, hey, let's just have another match. Okay. Um I thought that would lead to something, some kind of build, but yeah, yeah. So it didn't. Um, I thought the match, though, overall was was a great match. I mean, surprisingly, I, we kind of talked about this. I think, and we were kind of yeah about this particular match. But they, I mean, you got Ricochet in there. It's always going to be something cool. The Viking Raiders are big guys, but they can fly and can do things off the top rope. You had Strowman climbing up on the top rope and. Almost took the ring down whenever he fell. I mean, it was the, the ring shook. Um, some interesting spots in this match. I thought, I thought overall it was a really great match for what I expected out of it. Yeah, I thought the huge spot off the turnbuckle when they had however many guys stacked up was amazing to watch. And you kind, you're right. You knew that was going to be the case with Ricochet. He does stuff like that all the time. I, I think it's because we all kind of talked about this last week. We kind of thought the Street Profits turn was going to happen at some point soon. We thought maybe that was a spot why I let them win. And, and and you're right. And then I thought, okay, expecting a Raw after Mania to be any good, which I guess we were all wrong for thinking that would be the case. Okay, maybe it happens last night, right? Like maybe some, there's some kind of thing there and it uh, just never happened. But good for them. I mean, I think they're, they are very entertaining. They're fun to watch. But it, it was not – I think because of other things we're expecting out of them, that was nowhere on my radar for sure. Um, but it, it was what we thought it was going to be a spot fest – you know, that's I think that's what those matches are thrown together for. And and uh, it, it it did that. It was it was definitely more uh interesting to watch than what we may have assumed. It was too early for the bathroom break. Um, but it was close. <laughs> uh, that I I going into it, I thought that was gonna be a good match. I d I didn't think that they were gonna put I mean, because we saw kind of variations of that match leading up to it and it never disappointed. So I figured on Mania on the biggest stage it would be great. It 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 honestly exceeded my expectations. Ricochet's shooting star press where it looked like he just suspended himself in midair so he didn't hit the table was magnificent Dawkins hitting Strowman with a with a shoulder tackle on the I mean the, that kind of stuff that tower of doom spot Montez at the end with his big jump I mean the athletes that were in this ring were were fantastic uh it was a a very exciting match. I could have seen this one go a little longer. This one was, you know, eight or nine minutes, but it was a spot fest. It, and 
that's what it was. But it was like boom, 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 yeah. boom. It was yeah, like, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good match. Um, I was surprised to see the Street Profits win, but I'm not upset about it. What I am upset about, which I know we'll talk about later, is that they just blew this match with KO and Sammy the next day on or Monday night on Raw. Um, so I don't uh, again, that's a we'll get to that. But for the match itself, the the match at Mania, I thought it was a great match, very entertaining. Um, just surprised at who won, but not disappointed about it. Yeah, I thought it was that was a really good match. Uh, I'm still I, I'm, I like I like the Street Profits and they're a great tag team, but I'm still also waiting to see, you know, kind of when they separate them and when I'm turned to are they both turn heel and maybe you know that's coming soon. And I, I think something's changing with them soon. I just don't know what direction, but it was cool. You know, it was a really entertaining match. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's kind of like some of, some of the, some of the maybe our closest match to you get like to an AEW type match with, you know, people flying around and uh, exciting stuff happening nonstop. So, yeah, I, I said overall, I think it was really good. And, but I just, what followed the next night or not two nights later just i think i think we ruined that match. all this i think we need to preface all this with monday night ruined all of the thoughts we had about mania because we thought they were going to build off this and they completely did not so well it worked out that we actually did this tonight because if we yeah. did this last night it would have oh, been a completely man. different show we should have done this instead of watching that crap <laughs> <laughs> honestly yeah that would have saved some time and i, I you know, the sad thing was I watched this because I I love college basketball, but I didn't like the matchup in the final game. So I watched Raw, had, mm-hmm. the, had the college game on record too, and I went through and watched Raw, and I was like, I let, this is the way I ended Raw. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh? That's how I ended Raw. Oh, you were asleep. <laughs> I mean, I stayed up. I was the, – the bad part was throughout the throughout – the, Show, I thought it was going to be better than it ended up being just because of the way it ended. I was like, and then I went over and watched and skimmed through the game and was glad I didn't waste two and a half hours on it. I mean, it was back and forth, but UConn was, you know, honestly the, the better team there. And, well, and if we're going to talk about we just need to move on, but we'll get because I, I, I don't want to say something, but we'll just wait. You want to talk about Raw so badly, don't you? No, I just want to talk about how much of a waste of a time it was. Like, <laughs> You said you thought it was going to be better, and I was like, I kept watching thinking something has to happen, yeah. right? Like, you can't let this opportunity – I was actually telling some people who don't even watch wrestling today. They were talking about it. Like, I can't believe they do main or they do a Raw on Monday after WrestleMania. I'm like, yeah, it's the well, biggest one of the year. I knew Jeremy was watching it because he said, hey, we got 36. They got 36 minutes to do something. And I'm like <laughs> – Well, they ruined it. Like, <laughs> they did something I, all right. I just, <laughs> yeah, they – Pooped right in their pants. Like, they did. What are they doing? Hey, or, or or in our pants. I mean, they just they they put it on us. You know, like I felt like, I felt like an idiot when I I literally went and laid down at ten fifteen and thought I literally wasted my Monday night. <laughs> hey, at least you didn't pay for that. It's true. <laughs> I feel bad for those people that were in attendance. Like seventeen thousand. You sell out the Crypto.com arena again and put well, on. They had, in, they had to pump in crowd noise. Uh, I watched the after show. Uh, I of course I told you all there. I watch I watch Fightful.com, um, Fightful Wrestling shows. Man, they have some great content. Um, and I watched the after show, and Denise Salcedo. She lives in Los Angeles. She does the Raw post show, 
and she came in about 30 or 40 minutes into the show and she said that the show was it was quiet like there was not oh. there it was like they had to pump in no, noise and she completely wasted her time going to that show thinking there was going to be something happening and and yeah because usually that particular show is not completely negative then you turn over and you go to alex and and kate on the the uh, select channel they're just basically crapping on wwe and everything to do wrong which they had a field day last night which is why that episode i sent you guys was so funny um but that show was actually they were both just i mean it was you know it's a bad show and both shows are just completely crapping on but we can go to the next match and it uh, Another another great match, night one. Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. Oh, man, oh, first off, you had Logan Paul coming in out off of a like what's those what are those the zip, zip line. line? Yeah, coming into a zip line. That was pretty cool. Um, he's always doing something cool for his entrance. And Seth Rollins, I don't know what he was wearing, but uh, it looked like something Becky Lynch should be wearing. I don't know what that was. Then he had that that top. It, it was a throwback to um, somebody. The pink little outfit he was wearing. That's a, the Shawn Michaels, oh my, yeah. Shawn Michaels thing. Yeah. yeah, that's who it was. I knew they showed it, but I couldn't remember who it was. Who it was. That's, that's before my time. Um, <laughs> so I wasn't watching wrestling back then. But, uh, but yeah, I thought the, the entrances and the whole spectacle was cool. And then the match, of course, these guys – Seth Rollins makes anybody look good anyway. And then you add Logan Paul to the match, which he's phenomenal. And with all the spots they can do um, again, this match, I knew this match was going to be great, but it was just over the top. I mean, one of my favorite matches probably as far as the uh, two just going at it and making the moves that they did just look easy. You know, I said this last week, Logan Paul could be a superstar in WWE if he stayed there and he was there full time. I mean, he, he looks the part. He he is. A, we mentioned last week he's a natural heel. Like people love to hate him. I thought the entrance like I thought it was his entrance, especially was so bad. Like, yeah, it's a zip line. So I wasn't watching it live. Right. But I was on Twitter and I was trying to avoid everything. But I happened to see a picture of him on the zip line. I thought, man, he must have done it from the top of SoFi. So I come home and I'm watching the replay and like he literally is walking down and then gets on this little zip line. It's not even much of a zip line, but to him, he made it act like it was, just, he acted like it was this great thing. Right. Because that's just part of who he is. <laughs> and he's got the, he's got the mic on so he can talk to the crowd. And I'm like this guy, <laughs> but he's, he's great. He awesome. is really great at what he does. And, uh, you know, Rollins is, is so it's hard to say underutilized, right? Because he's a big part of what they do. But the guy could could be – he is – he's amazing to me. Like, when you talk about all the great guys and and Roman and Cody and KO and Sammy, Seth's up there, right? Like, he he could be the guy if if they wanted him to be the guy. And uh, I'm not going to say carry Logan Paul because I thought Logan did a great job. But uh, it was one of the few matches as I watched it back that I didn't fast forward through it all. There were some of them I was like, yeah, we'll just keep skipping. But you wanted to see everything that was going to happen in that one. I thought it was a great match. Yeah, it, it it lived up to the hype. Uh, we knew coming into it, I think we all agreed that it was going to be a great match. Um, the entrances may, were WrestleMania epic entrances. How about the, the conductor out there conducting the crowd to do Seth's song? Um, it, I mean, everything about it was WrestleMania worthy. Had the, 
KSI out there in the prime who, energy who, drink. Who, did, who had never heard of KSI? Because I hadn't. I, I, I've never heard of KSI in my life. I, I thought um, it was uh, first. I thought it was uh, our truth. I thought it was going to be Jake Paul in the. Yeah. Well, what do you think? I thought it was going to be, but. What? What do you say? Oh, we lost him. <laughs> Are you lost me? Oh, there you no. go. There you are. Uh, you said you no, thought, I thought it was going to be Jake Paul too. So. Okay. Oh. Uh, See, not me. I, I was thinking it was going to be. Uh, I thought it was going to be the Miz. Honestly. Oh. Right. Like that's who he's trying to get back at. We knew the Miz had to get involved. I thought that might have been the way. But either way, yeah. KSI was like Michael Cole. Thought he was like, oh my god. It's K-. I'm like, who? Yeah. Who is that? Who right. exactly? KSI. Huh? Who's that? Uh, the match though itself, the the storytelling in the match was what was really good in my opinion with. Seth knew Seth had been knocked out twice by Logan Paul's titanium hand. Well, what did he do in the match? He stomped on the hand to take away that advantage for Logan Paul. And then Logan still hit the punch, but couldn't capitalize on it because of the hurt hand. So the storytelling was fantastic between those two. And then the spot where Logan got a little too cocky and did the triple H, you know, spraying the, the prime energy. And then without looking, he just dives down and dives on his buddy KSI. Then the stomp to end it. I'm happy that Seth finally got a win on a pay-per-view. Um, like you said, Jeremy, he's I, I don't know the right word for it either. I think underappreciated maybe for WWE because he is he is so talented. And I think if and he's always there, he's always there. And if if Roman didn't have both titles, Seth need, needs to have a title. I think Seth deserves a title. He deserves a title he, run. Well, he's one um, that could go after Roman. It would be believable right now. It would be, it would be, but uh, they've done that. <laughs> Roman's already, Roman's already beat him in this, in this run, but I thought it was a great match. Um, I don't think it was my favorite for Saturday. Uh, there's other ones I want that are coming up, but um, it was definitely a, a fantastic match. I enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah. yeah in the same way. I, you know, I went in thinking, oh, this is going to be a fun one and it didn't disappoint. What, you know, it's funny as we talk about Logan Paul being a, you know, superstar. Well, you know, Part of the news yesterday was that UFC's group bought WWE. So we get these emails at work, like betting odds. And it was like, now who's going to win a WWE match first, Logan Paul or Jake Paul? And are, is there going to be UFC like co-branded, you know, pay-per-views and matches now with UFC fighters and WWE? And 99.99, get it now. <laughs> hmm. Or like, ESPN Plus. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, what UFC fighters going to cross over? And is Logan Paul and Jake Paul going to do a dual tag like? You know they'll they'll have a UFC fight one night and then the next night tagged together and so we'll we'll, we'll mm. see what Vince does with all that. Oh, I don't trust him any doing anything with it <laughs> honestly. Um, okay, well the next match. Um, speaking of a strange, you know, aftermath, we had uh, Becky Lynch lead in Trish Stratus with the win over Damage Control, and then the cryptic tweets that I don't know if y'all saw the cryptic cryptic tweets that Bailey sent out. And then she doesn't – obviously, she was on the show and then removed on one of the 500 script changes in the middle of the show. I don't know if you all heard about that. But, uh, yeah, there were at least three or four different scripts changed in the middle of Monday Night Raw. And she was removed off <laughs> – she was removed off of uh, off of it, so she wasn't on the show. But she had some weird – kind of some strange tweets. Um, probably what we talked about last week – this probably is going to be the end of damage control here. Don't know what they'll do with Bailey. If they'll, you know, her team's going to turn on her. She goes face. She gets tired of them. She takes them out. I don't know, but it looks like that's going to be the end of that. 
And then we've got this, you know, Hall of Famer and top person championship run here. And I don't know where that's going um, because of the injury that happened in the other match tomorrow or the next night. Um, I don't know who's going after these two next. The match for itself. We found out on Monday. It's Liv and Raquel. <laughs> well, yeah, well. Mm. Wait, in the short term. Yeah, but the, and just real quickly on that, that doesn't make sense. If Shayna and Ronda are hurt, why give them the win at Mania if you're just going to turn around and have Liv and Raquel have a contenders match the next night on Raw, and now they're content? That makes well, absolutely zero sense. That, and it was supposed to be, instead of that match, it was supposed to be two triple threat matches, and the two winners of those matches would be competing for the number one contender against Bianca Belair. But that was one of the, the changes they made, and then they threw this tag match in with, Making them the number. Hey, I don't know. Anyway, I thought the match was eh, okay. You could tell. I mean, Becky and and Damage Control were fine, but you could tell Lita and Trish just they're they're old. I mean, I hate to say that because I'm mm-hmm. old too. But I mean, it, they just looked it. I mean, it was. We're not out there in the ring trying to do matches, though. That's <laughs> exactly <laughs> no way. But it, it would be fun. It, it would, would be, be fun. fun. It would be fun for a, a couple of minutes until <laughs> I took a shot, and then I couldn't get up off the mat afterwards. We'll, we'll get you. A, we'll get you a Gunther chop one time, and then Ooh. and that's it. <laughs> no, thank you. Be a spot fest, wouldn't it, boys? <laughs> I'd just do a quick little little pin, try to do a little cradle, get out of there real quick. <laughs> the only people that I wrestle these days are my kids. Yeah, because you can beat them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and when they jump on me, like my son will jump full. He only weighs like thirty pounds, so it doesn't hurt when he, unless he lands somewhere certain. <laughs> Otherwise, he, he's it's good. He's not going to hurt me. Brandon probably knows what I'm talking about. He's got one about my age as well. If, so. he, if he doesn't theory you, you're okay, huh? Yes, yes. <laughs> theory, he theory kicked me the other night, and it did not. <laughs> we had to stop the match. It was it was stopped. But I don't know. I, what did what did you guys think of this? What did is it kind of just eh to you guys too, or did you, you got different thoughts? The one thing I like, I did like the you know like like you said about Lita and them, yes, but I did like the Lita and uh, EO, you know high spots because you know that you know Lita was known for that back in her day and she still did that well, and then EO that's you know genius of the sky, so you know those those somersault spots were pretty cool, but you know I, I was expect I was I was waiting for the end of this match because you just expected someone either Trish to turn or Bailey to turn or Dakota. You just thought someone was going to turn on somebody and it never happened. So that's, that's whole match. You're like, it's cool, but I'm ready for the end to see what happens and nothing happened. You know, I, I really came away from it more impressed. I, I, if you remember last week, I kind of told you like Dakota and EO to me, you're kind of like, you don't, two of these things are not like the other, like you have these three, really four Hall of Fame level, you know, performers. I really, I remember watching the match thinking, man, EO is really impressive. You know, like she's really good. And I'm not one, like, I know like New Japan has good stuff, but just because it's not something I've been around a lot, like when Japanese wrestlers come over for the most part, like when, when, um, when, when Nakamura comes over, everybody's all fired up about it or whatever. And so I just, that's not a style that I really, and big into, but you watch, you know, EO, and I was like, man, you really have to appreciate what she does and how good she is. I thought she she stepped in and, you know, Dakota is what Dakota is, but I thought EO really, 
looked really good and really fit in with that group on Saturday. I thought it was a, a great time for them, which is why I kind of thought that turn was going to happen, especially with the tweets or whatever. And after the, as well as they performed, I thought, okay, it's time for them to, to break away. And it still may be, as you mentioned, they, they write Bailey off was kind of weird, but because I think Bailey was on the WWE Instagram or Twitter on Monday during the day, hyping up Raw too, which I thought was weird with all that going on. So, but overall I thought it was good. You know, it was what we thought it was going to be limited with, with Lita and, um, and, and Trish, but I really was impressed with EO more than anything from the match. I, I figured going into this match, uh, I was, this, this was my least favorite match of Saturday night. I could have done without this match. And I think Saturday would have been an a plus plus. Um, this match is the one that I dislike the most on Saturday. Um, I, I love EO and I love Dakota. I love Becky. I love Bailey. I think all four of those women are fantastic. Uh, they're great professional wrestlers. Um, Lita looked like she was moving in quicksand. I mean, she just looked slow. And I, I it just, I, I, why, again, here's another creative decision that makes absolutely no sense. Why give the tag titles to Becky and a part timer? Like, that just, it, anyway. But I, I, I didn't like this match. I mean, it was okay. The match was okay. I thought Lita was slow as molasses. Uh, Trish looked decent, um, and and then all the other four women did their thing, but uh, not impressed. I did think a, a a turn was coming. I thought the split was going to happen at Mania. It didn't. But if you notice, not only did Damage Control, EO, and Dakota come out last night, there was not even a mention of Bailey. Commentary didn't even mention Bailey's name. So I don't know what's going on with Bailey. Um, I hope she's not hurt. I don't think she is, but I hope she's not hurt. Um, but I think the best course of action for damage control is to keep EO and Dakota together, keep them as a tag team, whatever. Um, but let Bailey go off on her own and do her own thing. What, but, if, they, what if they brought in like Oscar or somebody? Oscar kicked it, kicked Bailey out of the group. And, and then Oscar's or, in that group Oscar with EO and, Dakota? EO and Dakota. No, um, Oscar needs to stay on her own too. I don't. So you mean what if what if they have a female version of Judgment Day is what you're asking? Uh, like, so well, so that's so that's probably what they're gonna do. Actually, that, that, I was just thinking was, as far as you know, because you know Oscar didn't win on her own. You know, she comes and turns to her buddy and her partner to back her to maybe. But Oscar didn't lose because of interference. So her looking for tried to cheat and it didn't work. Yeah, but she didn't. She didn't lose because somebody interfered. So I don't that I don't see why she would go get help. I'm not saying I'm just throwing something out there. I, you I, sound like Vince McMahon right now. Is what you hey, saying? <laughs> hey, no, <laughs> no. Let's not even compare that because that's that's he's, a pretty low blow, Kyle. His beard's a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, the hair color. Have you dyed your I, hair today, Brad? That's no, I don't have much hair to dye. No. <laughs> No, I haven't. He did look like the couple, like couple decades younger on the uh, on the show. Oh, uh, did he? The dark hair. Yeah, it, uh, it was terrible. <laughs> but not. I I just feel like what then then what do you do with the damage control? Because I do think you need some female groups of some sort. I, I think it helps storyline telling because they have enough trouble telling it like it is. So if you don't have a group to tell them with, then you're going to end up with these random tag matches every week. For no reason at all, no storyline. You know, y'all know what I'm talking about. They just stick people. Oh, these two need to fight this week. There's no <laughs> nothing. Okay, why are they fighting? There's no. There's no number one contender on the line. There's no. 
they're just going to fight this week. Okay, yeah, that's cool. That's why I like having having the groups because then you can build some things in, like they attack this group, or and then they can kind of feud for a little bit, and then it's like something means something. That's the problem with WWE. We talked about before. You have these wrestling matches that mean absolutely nothing. What am? Why am I interested? Like why? Kind of like if if say they were to put Omas and Elias. <laughs> That's exactly like that, Jeremy. This is exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> just, I know you just threw something at the wall there and uh, kind of put it in the randomizer machine, but yeah, that's exactly it. You know, <laughs> that would be so out there. How about how about, how about positively positive Ali <laughs> and Bobby uh, Lashley? How about <laughs> I, I know what we could do? The first match that we're going to have on the Raw after Mania is Elias and Omos, and uh, we're going to let it go for about a minute. And then we're gonna we're gonna have a whole commercial free hour first oh, hour. Hey, hey do y'all know? How much, okay, so three hours of raw last night. I know we're getting way ahead. Twenty nine minutes of matches, fellas. <laughs> this is garbage. That is that is the amount of time there were matches last. And night. there were, were how many? Like six, six or seven. There were several, but there was twenty nine total minutes of matches. You're looking at like maybe three or four minutes average a match. But, but how many minutes did we waste? I don't want to say waste because I like it. Whatever. Of Seth Rollins. Oh. Yeah, that was walking out to the ring, walking out to the ring and walking back. What are we doing? Well, and what and what bothered me too also is you hyped us up all night long of this tag team match, which may have actually been a decent little match for the main event. Hyped us up all night. Did the ring entrances made it so great? Hey, how many times? How, how much time was wasted on Roman Reigns' entrance twice? Yeah, that's it. 15, that's at least, 20 minutes. That's at least 15, 20 minutes of the show right there. <laughs> That they booked out, so yeah. Oh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Anyway, we're we're gonna have right. some fun with that. We're we're. I know we're we're all chomping at the bits too. This uh, is this is bad booking of this show because we should have just led with this to get it all out of the system. I know. I know. We, took, we went to the Vince McMahon <laughs> school of booking. Is what we did. Oh. Uh, <sighs> um. Anyway, of, that match I was not impressed with. But go ahead. So, so next up, we've got uh, the match of the Mysterios, Ray versus Dominic. Um. I actually thought this was a good match, guys. I mean, considering where Dominic has come from, he is so much improved. I, you know, I know Kyle would prefer Omos over Dominic, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I actually, I actually like his character now, and I know he's not great in the ring, but what they're doing with him and and his storylines really help him. That's one of the better ones that they've done. Um, they've they've really done a, a good thing with Dominic. Um, I like the the Eddie Guerrero entrance for Ray in the in the low rider. Thought that was cool. Um, kind of a um, a throwback. It's kind of odd because you know Dominic is like trying to be like Eddie, and then you bring Ray out and he he comes out in the with the Eddie Guerrero the lot heat steel. We bring back the LWO fellas. I like that. I, I, I hope they really run with that. Honestly. Like, well, and it's not just a, like a, oh, I'm going to hand you a T-shirt and then we don't talk about it again. We don't know what's going to happen now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I, that, I think they should run with that for sure. I, I like that. Um, and and uh, bringing Escobar in there under Ray's tutelage, I think that's cool. It kind of can – they can use that to build him up because they haven't really done a whole lot with the, the God of Delvin tag. They brought him up to the main roster. So this is a good thing for them to get them in there. But I think this was a great match. I – I picked. I think. I did anybody else pick 
everybody picked Dominic except for <laughs> Jeremy. Jeremy was the only one that had Ray. Um, or I know you picked it, and you probably I don't know if you really thought that or you just went with Ray. What What do you think about the way it ended, Jeremy? No, I think I told you. I mean, I just you know I didn't see a Hall of Fame weekend end with him losing. You know, like I thought that had to happen. You know, I thought it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. This is, I told you guys, this kind of storyline I'm a little bit, I was a little bit tired of, and I guess maybe I still am a little bit, but I thought that they, in the moment, built it very well. Even the the Dominic entrance, right, um, was, well, I thought that was fun. Uh, it, it was kind of like, we still can't take the guy serious because here he is thinking he's this oh, hard criminal. Prison. Prison. Yeah, that was hilarious. I, yeah. forgot, I forgot about that. Uh, and, and, and in the oddest of all odd things that happened, Snoop Dogg's bringing Ray out. Uh, okay, whatever. But, no, I thought the match was a lot better. Well, it was the low rider, Jeremy. He's probably got a lot of those sitting around his house. Well, I mean, I'm with you. We'll, we'll talk about this, I know, when we're talking about night two. But Snoop Dogg, what a <laughs> role he played in this whole thing, right? No, seriously. I, he earned every, to, every dime. Every yeah. dime he earned it. Kudos to him for, for all that he did. And I thought that was just another, like – Snoop, why Snoop Dogg bringing out – anyway, I, I thought it was a great match. I thought that they did a good job of of telling the story in that thing too. And I don't – I'm not always a big fan of involving the family at ringside like they did. You know, I'm not saying it was bad. I just – that's not something I'd want to see. But I thought it was a good match. I thought they had to let Ray win, um, be in a Hall of Fame weekend or whatever. But I thought it was – it was it, it exceeded my expectations just because I think they were low going in in the first place, at least for me. And I don't think it's over, Jeremy. Sorry to disappoint you. Well, it, they'll probably drag it out. Here's the thing. This is the time of the year where we may record Raw and watch it a few times. <laughs> but uh, for the most – I mean, I, after the three hours last night, there's no chance I'm watching it for three hours next Monday live. I may hit the, the recorded version, but no chance I'm, I'm doing that again. <laughs> I'll I'll go outside and cut my grass with a pair of scissors. What, what did you say there, the, t- the chance was, Jeremy? It's, oh, God. It's, yeah. Oh, gosh. He's going to. I shouldn't have said it. Sorry. Sorry, Brandon. Sorry, Kyle. What was it? What was the chance? No chance, boys. No chance. <laughs> okay. I'm out of here. Up for that. I had to... <laughs> it was not even intentional, but you're right. I I, I did that. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of what other phrases I can't say to keep Brett from playing music. Uh, but no, I, you know, it's probably not over. And, and they, it's, I mean, it's not. The story's not being told, but. It is. I am less negative about it than I was four days ago, probably. I, I I'm with you. I thought the match was the match was better than I anticipated it being. I, I didn't expect it to be good, but I found myself watching it and being entertained and involved in the match. Michael Cole on commentary, you would think he was a representative of Rey Mysterio. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was mm-hmm. so awesome to see to hear him how how into the match he was. And I, I'm gonna. I disagree a little bit with you, Jeremy. I like the fact that the family was ringside because that's what set Ray over the edge. So sure. I think in yeah. order to carry out that storyline, the family needed to be involved for Ray to go where he needed to go to win that match. Um, yeah. I thought Dom's entrance was great <laughs> having the LAPD with the corrections vehicle and he came out with the mask and the handcuff. <laughs> um, I thought it was great. Um, I thought both entrances were great. Reyes was awesome too. Uh, the match, I, I enjoyed the match a lot. Uh, I I picked Dominic to win because I thought Judgment Day would have helped. Um, but 
I'm okay. Yeah, they tried. I'm okay with Ray winning. I think the family getting involved was was cool. Bad Bunny got involved, which I think is going to set up, in my mind, what should set up at Backlash, if I was booking the show, what should set up is Ray and Bad Bunny versus Dominic and Damian Priest at yeah. Backlash. But we know that probably won't happen now. So, I think that's too obvious. It's got to happen, right? And I mean, it's. I think even even someone that's hiding in the weeds can't mess <laughs> this up, right? You wouldn't think. Didn't, but, didn't they do something with Bad Bunny last night too? Yeah. 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 Amy and Priest yeah. destroyed Bad Bunny yeah. last night. Yeah, well, threw him through a table. I, yeah. After three days, it's hard to remember what day that happened, but I thought it was last night. Yeah, Bad yeah. Bunny was sent to the local medical facility yeah, yeah. hospital is, a, is not being used anymore it's that medical is a, that is a vince line yeah anyway uh, I the match was good though i enjoyed it i think I, I said beforehand that i wanted this story to be over at mania i'm okay with it continuing if they can keep the story going now if it starts to fizzle out again then they probably should have just blown it off at mania but bad, i think well, they bad, can, hopefully bad bunny will help that I think so. Now, at Backlash, it should probably be done. He is ridiculous, though, (laughs) as far as, like, someone that's, like, not in any kind of sports world or – I mean, because Logan Paul is an an athlete. Mm -hmm. He's, like, a a singer. Yeah. And things that he can do. So, putting him in and then, of course, being from Puerto Rico, I think that's going to sell tickets. Um, That's a a smart business move there for WWE there. You know, and where does the LWO stuff go? Are they going to continue that? Like, is it just like, okay, that's what we cool thing we did for the weekend? Or are we going to keep doing that? Because I'll tell you what, I'll tell you where I think it's headed. I think this whole story is going to lead up to Survivor Series, a War Games match with LWO versus Judgment Day. Okay, sign me up. I can, I can go. I can go. I can go with that. Maybe not War Games, but a but a match, a big match at Survivor Series. Or God, oh wait, that's the other. Good programming. Oh sucks. man, I can't wait for that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> real, real quickly, the the stark contrast between WWE and AEW. AEW, John Moxley's out there bleeding like a stuck pig, and they just let it go. Finn Balor splits his head open, and they immediately stop the match. You're like, oh, 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 there's blood. Hold on, wait a second. Okay, yeah, <laughs> we purple blood at that. Well, you heard Triple H say in the press. I don't know if you guys watched the press conference or not. Uh, I did. I'm, I'm a weirdo, but. It was cool to hear Triple H say, yeah, it happened. We couldn't even tell how bad it was because of all the paint, right? Yeah. Like, and how about the dude took staples in the ring to keep going? Like, That's this impressive. dude, like, I have all the all the respect in the world for Finn Balor. I think he's great. Like, he's been a guy that ever since he's been there. I thought, man, I, this is the guy I want to – like. and I hate – that's why I kind of hate the Judgment Day thing, like, whatever it is. But, man, for that dude to do what he did and take those staples, and I sent you guys a picture of the tweet of the, the cut yeah. afterwards, like – Just if, a flesh wound. If that happens to me, like <laughs> I'm done. I'm not doing anything. Just lay down and take the pin. Dude, me one, two, three. No, I'm rolling out and I'm done. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, you can DQ me, but uh, man, what a what a what a performance by that guy on the next day. But that's one of the thing. But um, yeah, it, it, you're right. We're not. We don't talk about AEW, but the difference between the two. It's it's funny if you didn't know who was on there and you were just looking at the presentation. You're like, oh yeah, that's. That's the PG show. And oh yeah, this is MJF and Moxley carrying around forks. You yeah. know, like how many people carry I've never carried around a fork in my life. And these guys, where do they come from? Only so. when you're in a non-DQ match is you got that fork in the boot. Just you hey, never know when you're gonna need it. Uh yeah, you might have Dom might have one, you know, because he's a tough prison guy. Uh, he is. He might have a shank. He might have one. He might yeah, his homies in the tank may have uh, made him a shank. 
I would fall on it in my pocket and stab myself is what would happen. <laughs> well, speaking of Ben Balor and Judgment Day, Kyle, the next match. Well, well, I also have a, I have a few quick I have oh, a few quick thoughts about the ahead, Mysterio match. Out, <laughs> so first off, well, the, I did like the Dominic entrance, but it would have been better if they could have got him into jail last week. Yeah. And, and did more, it like oh, had did him he get, get arrested? Is that the story? Did he get... <laughs> yeah, yeah, they should have had him get arrested. Like they shouldn't have waited to the last second to make the match to begin with. They they, they should have made this match like in March. They waited to the day. Before. He could have been training in the post. Awesome. Like he... <laughs> or he yeah. could have. They could have made and the then, match. Uh, then the <laughs> next week we show highlights of him at his parents. Then him getting arrested right before Mania. We don't even know if he's going to get out of the slammer in time for the match. And so they wheel him straight from the slammer in the in the police vehicle straight to the ring. And he's only on probation just for the match. And then they handcuff him back and haul him off. Put, put a fake ankle bracelet on him during the match. Yeah, yeah. The question go. we have an answer is why was he in handcuffs before the match? What did he do? Like over yeah. like what what continue, Brandon. I'm sorry. Go ahead. He's, he's a prison man. He's a bad boy, fine. Jeremy. <laughs> And then Kyle mentioned Michael Cole's announcement, which I love. But, you know, we talked earlier about Vince had his fingerprints all over Raw last night, and we don't think he had anything to do with Mania. That kind of proved it because, like, you could tell Michael Cole had freedom. You know, normally you could just always tell Michael Cole had Vince Mm -hmm. in his ear, feed him, you know, kind of like, hey, you can't say this. And you could tell that night he had the freedom to kind of, hey, this is, you know, to tell the story. And and with him – and then the family and everything, everything just had the story. It was the match was great too, but the storytelling was just impeccable. I mean, everything there's only one other match, well, two other matches that maybe had me more emotionally invested, and we'll get to those. But this one definitely had you emotionally invested, no, no matter which side you were leaning. I agree. Yeah. Well, the next one was a great match as well. The women's SmackDown oh, Championship. Man. Woo, Charlotte Flair takes the pin, Rhea Ripley, the new SmackDown Women's Championship. We all had this one correct. Um, it was time for Rhea to take the championship. Now, and here's a question that doesn't really have anything to do with this match. It kind of does. What what brand is Rhea on? Does anybody know? What brand is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on? Rhea is now a SmackDown. <laughs> I know, um, she won, but what was she on? She was on Raw. Are you sure? Yes. What about yes. what about Kevin and Sammy? They are floaters, but their main Back brand floaters. is Raw. Okay. See, that's the kind of thing right now that oh, they have a problem. Well, Sammy's main roster is SmackDown. Oh, because you're right. He's with the Bloodline. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Oh, so, so like yeah. all that's all messed up. Like, so does this mean that Rhea can stay with uh, Judgment Day because now she can just float wherever she wants? Or I mean, how does that? That's the part that bothers me is like, okay, so is there rules? Can you just float back and forth? Because they, they've, what they've done is they've, they only have so many good storylines. Those storylines are taking up both shows, and then you don't get some of these people that need airtime and need wrestling matches. They don't get on. I, still, I, that's, I mean, it's kind of, just, kind of off topic of the, just this particular thing reminds me of that it's kind of just, you know, up in the air because for a while you had that wild card thing or, you know, every three months you could have someone come over and then, you know, oh, well, if you've got a title, you can go over there. They've all been on these rules. And now 
Well, I wonder, you know, I don't know if you guys saw this. There was a tweet in the last couple of days about the list of names that Fox doesn't want on SmackDown anymore. Like there's a list of six or seven people that they don't want on there. So maybe they're going to have to do some shuffling to get some guys over there like Karrion Cross and, and Scarlett names that Fox doesn't want on their show anymore. Um, and or so maybe. It, or is it Vince doesn't want the people um, they rehired back on the show. If you notice, uh, that was another thing that was talked about. Of the people that were rehired by Triple H, how many of those were on Mania? Not very many. Braun Strowman? Oh, yeah. I didn't think about Braun. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. You've got Karen Cross, Scarlett, that were on nowhere to be found. Johnny Gargano. um, Oh, uh, Chelsea Green was at Mania with Sonya Deville. I mean, that was a pointless match anyway, so. But, uh, but just think about all the ones they rehired. None of them made their mania card, and they've been but, off TV for a while. Yeah, but I mean, there was only so much time in mania. What were you going to put them in? You know what I mean? Like, but like they haven't been. Come anywhere. on, man. We put Omas <laughs> on the mania card. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just. Saying. I mean, we can come up with a match. You know, just 100. percent Put them in the shuffle machine, and we can make a match. You should have. Yeah. Oh, should have happened is on night two when Lashley went out there just to smile at the crowd and hold that ugly trophy up, what should have happened is L.A. Knight's music should have hit. It, L.A. Knight? You match. He wasn't on there. What? No. In L.A. I I kept, L.A. I Knight. It's an easy yeah. pop. It's an easy pop. I mean, but goodness. I, I, I was th- I, I'm telling you, I waited. I waited Saturday. I waited Sunday. I sure waited last night on Matt Cardona to walk through the, the entrance. Nothing. Zach Ryder, woo, woo, woo. Well, you, here's, know you know it. I had this moment when Matt Riddle. We're here. We are talking about freaking uh, wrong. Yeah, we gotta get. We gotta get through this. We gotta Just get through. Move okay, on. okay, okay Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte Rhea. All right. What do you? I, that, my thoughts were the match was incredible. It was Rhea's time. There was some great spots in this match. Um, Charlotte nearly broke her damn neck. Oh my gosh, that, <laughs> that was, was scary. that was scary. I, if it would have been an inch more, if she would have landed more on the top of her head, she would have broke her neck. And that nice, was and in a nice little scrape on her face for that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what worried me. For me, it was the number three match of the weekend. I mean, just all things considered, I thought it was cool to see Charlotte kind of break character a little bit after the match when when Rhea was celebrating to to recognize what she's getting to do. I, I, you know, I think going in, we all knew it was going to be the case. We, we didn't expect it to be a dud, you know, and, uh, you know, I think that she could carry that. She could carry the belt for a long time. I mean, it's, it's who are you going to build it? Well, there's a few people that could take it from her that, that are built up to that level, but I don't, I don't see any way they take it off of her anytime soon. I mean, she could carry it for, I mean, gosh, pick your time, really. But well, I, I thought it was a great match. I thought she's just so physical, and I thought, I thought they made Charlotte look very strong. And 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 I thought, and in doing that, you make Rhea look stronger, as if she needed it. But I I thought it was great all around. I like I said, other than the two main events, I thought it was the best thing that happened. I I really enjoyed it. Um, I I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't have high expectations going into this match, just simply because. I'm not a huge Charlotte fan. She's good at what she does. She's good in the ring. I'm just not a I, – I don't like the fact that every time she comes back, she's handed a title. Um, but I'm, I'm with you, Jeremy. Her actions at the end of the match, her smiling and kind of realizing, like, I think it was a couple of things. She, We all know that Charlotte wanted to be in the main event. 
she wanted a main event WrestleMania and she didn't get to co-main event. But uh, I think those two ladies went out there with something to prove and they brought the house down. They absolutely killed it. And I think what we saw out of Charlotte was she was proud of the work she did and she was proud that she just put over a younger talent, which Charlotte never does. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the 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 action in the match was fantastic. The like I said, that only spot that scared me was when Charlotte nearly broke her neck. I mean, that was Ooh. that was that was tough. But the riptide from the ropes, the avalanche riptide, like Ooh. that that was impressive. I thought the match was fantastic. Uh, it was it was worthy of a main event at another mania with the story with the bloodline. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a spot for the main event for for them. I think any other mania probably they could have main evented night one, and I would have been completely okay with it. It was a great match. I thought it was great. Uh, you know, you're, you're saying uh, Jeremy was saying it was his third. I thought there was a clear top four matches of the. You know, no matter what order you put them in, I thought there was a clear top four matches. The two main events, this one, and then the we'll get to the Gunther Sheamus one too. I thought that was kind of a clear top four of the two nights. But uh, this one could go in any. But it was it was a great match. A big like Charlotte's the best woman they have, but I'm not a fan of her. But she's great in the ring. But it's just like her. She doesn't have any character, but she carries that division. And, and you know when she's there, and we need her there because if she's not, if she's not there, the division suffers. <laughs> she's a better heel. But it was a great, honestly, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. She does a face character, but she's a because it's like, how can you be that great? Your daddy's the whatever you've been handed all these belts, and not be a heel. Like it's, she does a good heel character. I think that's the reason why it's hard. Like right now. She's done a decent job of being a face, but that's not her natural. She's a she's a natural heel, and and she's and probably going to be a he- no. Go ahead, Brandon. Uh, Rhea's in a heel group, but you don't like dislike her. Like mm-hmm. she, you like to root for Rhea. You know, she's in a heel group, but like you can't, you don't really treat her like a heel. And I don't want to cheer for Charlotte. I want to boo Charlotte. I don't want to cheer no. for her. So. Yeah, I think they were reversed in that match, and they need to just – I mean, Rhea, Rhea has to be a heel because she's in a heel group. But, exactly. But it's kind of like it's kind of like MJF. He's a heel, but people love to cheer him. <laughs> I mean, when his music hits, everybody pops, and it's kind of the same thing with Rhea. When her music hits, people pop because they want to see Rhea. They don't really care if she's a heel or a face. They just want to see Rhea. And I, I think she'll hold that title. I, I don't see her losing it. I think she has it next year at WrestleMania 40. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's losing it until then. No, and, and there's nobody – you know, we talked the other day about, you know, or what, are, what are they to do with the women's side? And I think letting people chase her, and they're just not going to be able to no. – uh, she's too hot right now. And, and I'll say this, I think Charlotte's going to be gone for a little bit. There's a lot of reports now that she may be taking some time off to do some non-WWE things. Uh, and, you know, who knows where – Seven months her, off. Well, you know, she may do. I mean, she she doesn't need the money. How about uh, how about some AEW things? Oh wait. Well, you know, her husband is Andrade, so yeah, <laughs> but he's not on TV either. So, well, I I, I think that they kind of gave us a hint of who the next challenger is going to be on Raw. We'll talk about that, but that's where it's going next, and I like that. Mm-hmm. I like the I like. You that remember match. their NXT match they had? Uh, Right before I want to, I think it was right before Rhea got called up. They had like a last woman standing match in NXT, and it was, I mean, 
Raquel threw Rhea through a glass window. Like it was an outstanding match. I think Raquel got um, slammed through the stage. You should look it up. The NXT match between Raquel and Rhea was phenomenal. Well, the next match is one none of us saw coming. We did talk about this person um, that we we love to see him on the show. Uh, wasn't sure if he was going to be there, but we had the Miz come out with Snoop Dogg, and evidently the Miz had tweeted and Instagrammed all this, calling out anybody have an open challenge, and uh, I never saw it. I, I went back and looked. I didn't, did you? Did you guys see that? I didn't. No, that 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 never happened. But evidently, Pat McAfee saw it because he accepted the challenge and came out to a huge pop, as always. And it was a short, quick match, but I absolutely loved every minute of it. Then you got um, the football player uh, involved in the match. You know, George his, his Kittle. Kittle with that. Yeah, you got the two football players together. Yeah. Um, I thought that was great. He looked – I mean, they, they could sign him to a deal. He looked <laughs> – don't even sign him to a deal. You had Lawrence Taylor main event WrestleMania one time, and they're his football group. So why not? Let's just do yeah. it again. Hey, I, it was that was awesome. I mean, it was it was. Uh, anytime Miz gets beat up, I love it. Honestly, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I'm a big fan of that. You know, I hate the guy too, but what he does, he is so good once again at what he does. Because I thought the best part of the match was to hear him come out on Sunday. And complaining about how he had to take on two guys and he got you know was in a, a handicap match. I mean, it was you know who he reminds me of who's it's, that is MJF. Oh, don't not cuss MJF that way. Not the same same level though, but but he's he's the probably the best heel though. You know what I'm saying? He is. Everybody hates the Miz. It's the same. Well, with I think MJF. I said this last week is the Miz is uh, MJF is what we always want the Miz to be for sure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, it, and the Miz was that at one point, honestly, right? Like they put the belt on him at, at Mania and, and all this stuff. Like that was what eight nine years ago now. I guess WrestleMania it, when it was in in Phoenix, I think it was thirty. But you know, that's you're right. I mean, that's what he could have been long term. He could have been MJF, uh, but MJF. That's why MJF needs to stay in AEW before they ruin him. Again. Well, he definitely is not going to WWE now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell no you that. Chance. No chance. Oh, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> what was that count? What's the chance? No chance in hell. Uh, what is what is no chance? Um, sorry. I could have. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I enjoyed seeing Pat McAfee out there. I could have done without this on the card. Uh, I think it was kind of a waste of time. Um. I mean, I, I. It only took like two or three minutes. A, a waste of time that could have been given to the the fatal four way no, tag. They gave, that, they gave the extra time of this match to Omos. They gave yeah, the extra time really in this match really to really Roman's really entrance <laughs> for the next night. Oh, no, I, man. I just, I, I mean, I, I didn't mind it necessarily, but I could have done without it. It didn't help the show. It didn't hurt the show. It was it was kind of harmless. Um, just a way to get the yeah, no, I think it was. I wish cool she stayed. I wish she just stayed in, in uh, with at commentary yeah. with uh, Corey Graves. Honestly, Wade Barrett's love... growing on me though. Well, I'm is. liking Wade. I'm I know, but it's just McAfee's so funny. He, just... he is, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of the Miz. To be honest with you, uh, I get his gimmick. Um, I'm over the tiny balls joke. Uh, that's <laughs> that's played out. I'm tiny over it. Balls, tiny balls. <laughs> I, 
and that has Vince McMahon written all over it too. But I, I just, I mean, it is what it is. I was excited to see Pat McAfee. The crowd popped. I loved it, but I could have done without this match. To be that's one of those. If you were there in person, that would have been cool. Yeah, yeah. Hear the pop and all that, but yeah, no, I, I, I liked it. Um, I mean, it was, it was just, it was just okay. But it was, I liked the fact that it got to see McAfee on on TV. So I do say, Kyle, it probably went a little too long. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to have McAfee come out and, and drop him, but then to get Kittle involved, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But it was just too much. It was. I actually think I got up and got a drink or something. It was perfect. It it worked out. But, <laughs> but it was interesting to see. Like the Miz didn't have any, not one counter. Like you, you always you thought like the Miz is going to counter at least once, but like the whole time he was he was on the defensive, and that that was kind. Of, and I guess the Miz was, hey, we're gonna he's gonna be the, he's gonna get the all three surprises of the weekend. The only surprises were for the Miz. Yeah. Surprises. Oh, okay. Well, the match <laughs> of the night, probably oh. my, the match of the weekend for me. There we go. Or was it? Or was it this, Cal? Well, it was both. Okay. We'll do a, a mixture, combo mix there. <laughs> I love yeah. the crowd. I love the crowd singing along to Sammy's theme. I think that is, oh man, Sammy is white hot right now. Sammy and KO, but Sammy specifically is white freaking hot. And and I love do you think they planned that? Like, do you think there was ever a thought that was going to happen? I don't think no so either. A chance. It, no was chance. A Daniel, it was a Daniel Bryan type deal. <laughs> I, but you know, even at Daniel Bryan's hottest moment, like I don't think it's what Sammy Zayn is right now. Like you think about what the mania where he had to take on somebody at the beginning and then at the end to win. Mm-hmm. Like I still don't think he was at Sami Zayn's level right now. It's unbelievable. You're right, man. Like the crowd goes nuts for that guy, and I'm like, at first I was like, why? And then I'm like, I'm catching myself being pumped up for him too. You know, <laughs> like I was his entrance as, as much as I love KO, and, I, and if I'm KO, that's kind of like KO's kind of getting overlooked in this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like. But when that music hits, man, even even Owens is like, man, I love this stuff, you know. Yeah. So it's you're right, he's super hot, and it is it is fun to watch. It's it's the highlight of anything he's on, you know. Honestly, for me, I I honestly had watching the match. I was glad I got to watch because I was having to watch it at work, so I was watching on a computer screen, which is fine. But I was so glad to get home, and I I was able to lay down and watch this match and just enjoy it. And Peter, I thought you were going to put up on the wall, Kyle. It's too he much. Promise that, actually. Yeah, you you said that's too much. Work, put it up on the wall. I don't know how to do all that. All I know how to, <laughs> how to do is get the news anchors to sound decent. I don't know how to do anything else. Um, I thought, but this was the match. I would, I was so glad I was at home and able to enjoy it. And the near falls in this match were out out of this world. What about the one D kick out? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that, but. But the ending, we're talking about storytelling, Brandon, with, with others. This storytelling in this match was, I mean, from, from the opening bell, it was just storytelling on top of storytelling. The three Haluva kicks at the end to Jay are just so poetic. I mean, it was poetic justice for Sammy. I am so happy for Sammy and KO. I love them. Um, not just because Uncle Kevin is what I call him. Uh, but uh, not just because of that, but I... I I know I got a We the One shirt on, but that's just because I like the shirt, and I don't have a KO shirt yet. But um, you got I, you got to get you a uh, was it uh, uh, 
KO Mania and, and Sami Zania. Or what about the WrestleMania, WrestleMania Champion shirt we have now? We have we have shirts yeah. for the winners. Yeah, I saw that. I may need to get me one. I I love the match though. This was main event worthy. We we're talking about Charlotte and Rhea not being able to main event because of this, but then the same thing I said about Rhea and Charlotte proving why they should have been in the main event. These four individuals proved why they should have been and deserved the main event. It was a great night, a great way to end it. Um, the Usos reign comes to an end 622 days, I think a ridiculous amount of days. Um, interested to see what happens with the bloodline following this. Cause if you notice Jay took the pin from Sammy, it wasn't Jimmy. Jay took the pin and I, I think they did that intentionally. So interested to see what happens down the line, but a fantastic end to night one. It was, it was picture perfect. Yeah. I don't think they could have scripted this match and the whole this whole thing i think it worked out now we talked about you know sammy being hot could he go after roman but i think this worked out having sammy and ko together taking out the first line of the bloodline and i think that i think that's the way it should have ended they did perfect for not one honestly there wasn't really anything that just didn't like there were some matches that were but everything overall on night one was solid or amazing to me. You know, just real quick about the Sammy KO thing. Here's the other part of it, that the human side of it, that makes us all appreciate what they're doing. I don't know who your best friend is, right? But imagine being with your literal best friend that you've known since you were a kid and getting to go. I can just imagine in that moment, like, as idiotic as I may be with my friends for us to be like, man, we're at the top of our game. We're on the biggest stage in the world and 80 some thousand people are all about us right now. Like that's amazing to me. And I think that's the human side of it. Um, that's it, I don't know, man, like the whole story has been great. I don't, I don't know when it ends or how it ends. Like, when is it going to, I don't know. Um, and, and who's next. Hopefully it's, I don't know, but it's uh, it was uh, worth the payoff of a year's worth yes. of stories, yes. in my opinion. I, I thought it was the storytelling. I, we talked about this last week, but from beginning to end, they, there's so many small parts of that story they have been consistent with and they've hidden in there and they've come up later. And you're right, Jay taking the pin, like that's going to come up at some point, maybe not with them again, but on the bloodline side of things. And so, you know, are they going to screw this up now? Because daddy's home. Probably. But, um, <laughs> but 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 man, I'm glad at least we got this much out of it before that happens. All right. Anybody got any more thoughts on night one? Brandon, you're awfully quiet over there. No, it was a, uh, sorry, I'm, uh, I'm I'm listening to y'all talk. I'm doing some work too. And it was a great match. Uh, I, I mean, night one was the more loaded night. You know, it, when the card came out, I, you know, I told Brett, I was like, of course they're going to load up night one the night. We're gonna we can't watch it live, but uh, but but we'll get to night two, and I, I enjoyed it too, certain parts of it. But but night one was great, and that Sammy, like you said, storytelling just uh, just great either way. And I was glad they gave Sammy and Kevin the titles because I mean I think the ending would have been good either way, but it's better how it ended. Well, well Jeremy, like you were talking about with the the emotion, like you said, imagine being with your best friend. Well, imagine the whole story with that emotion KO saying, I want nothing to do with you anymore. Like I'm done with you. And Sammy saying, Hey, we don't have to be friends. We just need to team up and take down the bloodline. And Kevin's like, dude, I want to be your friend. This is what you're not understanding. So yeah. 
all those emotions just had you invested where to a point where they it, it was almost inevitable they had to win like they this has to be the payoff and i said this on twitter like this is the payoff that you're supposed to have at mania you're supposed to have a story like this that leads up to mania and concludes at mania it's not concluded but the perfect ending right now. I mean, that to the, basically a chapter in the book that's closed. Yes, and that's what Triple H said in the post in the press conference after the after Mania was he was talking about Cody and, and Roman, but at the same time he's like, the story never ends. You right. know, we got to start it back up tomorrow, but but the, that chapter's done, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's going to look different. I don't think we're going to what we got out of that. I think we've gotten the most we can out of it. There's going to be other pieces to it, but what in the world else could you do besides what they've done? You know, you're right. Just so many things about it. And, and it. at the end of the day, they made Kevin Owens a face, right? Like, <laughs> you managed to do that. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, you knew Sammy was, but you made Kevin Owens a face. And um, and, and really, people are – people – I even said this last week. Like, you expected something more to happen. Like, what's the turn? What's the twist? And you didn't get it. And I was like, man, I'm glad we didn't get it. I'm glad we got exactly the way we got it when it was all said and done. And, and night one had to be loaded, by the way, it, it, as a night overall. It had to be loaded because you couldn't let what was going to happen within night two overshadow that, right? Even though we had this great match then night one, it wasn't the ultimate story. To I mean, honestly, to me, it probably was. I was probably more invested in that story than, than yeah. Cody and Roman at the end of the day, right? But yeah. for the most part, you, you everything on night one had to be, which kind of made night two a little blah, whatever. But they did their best to make it what it was leading up to the last match. So I thought night one was as good a night of a mania as we've had since they've gone to two nights, truthfully. I mean, it was it, it was really good. It was really Brandon, good. it was better than our night one we saw last year. Well, yeah, it was. But I thought I, I thought our night one last year was really good, actually. It was. Night one was, yeah. was really good last year. But I just – No, I've yeah. That's how impressive this year's night one was. I mean, yeah, we had a good last yeah. year, but it was better this year. Exactly, yeah. Hmm. All right, let's go to night two. Oh. Um, Bathroom yeah. break. First <laughs> two matches. Got them okay. out of the way quick. So first first match is Kyle's favorite of the night. He he gave this a 10 out of 10 star. Ten uh, tacos. <laughs> Brock Lesnar versus Omas. And, uh, yeah, just Brock physically showing how strong he is. Like, we didn't know that. Um. It's, it's what we talked about, right? Let's just prove that he can F5 him. Let's prove he can – oh, let's make it a challenge and then let's let him do it. And that's it's exactly what we thought. And, Even though and it we've was, already done that to the big show before. and you know, Yeah. Well, and, and in two years he'll do it to another fat guy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess there's hope for us to get there if we want to. But, um, yeah, like, okay, great, he's strong. We know this. And, and, and it was – at least they, you're right, at least they got it out of the way. But they, they talk about how important that, that match one spot is on that card. It was an odd choice, I thought, to be match number one. It kind of, yeah, let's get the crowd going. Mm, no, not so much. No. And then, um, unless, Brandon, you got any any thoughts on Omos and Lesnar, Brandon? <laughs> what kind of tied in together is, I was like, it was like 725 and we're already two matches done. I was like, I was like, these last two matches are going to be like the – they're going to have to take a long time because I mean, these first two matches flew by and this, I mean, we knew this one was going to be short, but we'll get to the next one. It was a quick one. I mean, that's what I said. It was like seven twenty, and we were already third match. So. Yeah. Um, and then you had our lovely tag 
showcase is what they called it. It didn't showcase a whole lot. Um, you had uh, Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey pick up the win. Um, supposedly, this was for who was next in line for a tag match, I would assume, right? You know, showcase. And they weren't mentioned on Raw. And then we have a tag match for the number one contender uh, of someone that wasn't the winner. So and I'm not sure what that what, was about. What was so odd about that, too, guys, is that the Street Profits came out and made it a big deal that they won their match, right? <laughs> like, they talked about how important it was that they had won their showcase match. And then on the other side, you get the losers that are, I, I don't, I, I don't that know. That were in the match the night before and lost and then got another opportunity on Raw just to be the number one. The, the logic makes absolutely no sense. The only thing I can think is that we knew reports coming into the match were that Ronda was hurt. So that's why she didn't do much in the match. So Ronda's hurt. Well, Shayna looks like she hurt herself during the match, but we've seen them call audibles numerous times if somebody gets hurt. So why why do they win? The win if you're not going to showcase them the next you Because you don't want to let Ronda and Shayna get pinned. Yeah, okay. I don't... They didn't have to get pinned. There's two other teams in there that oh, could have taken they, the They wanted them to make sure they won. True. No, you're you're right, Ko. I mean, yeah. truthfully, you don't. When you think about it that way, there there was a lot of other people who could have won and lost the match with them not even yeah. being in there. You're right. I, it, it is it is typical. It doesn't make sense. So let's do it. Let's keep everybody guessing, right? Well, none of these tag teams are really even tag teams anyway. I mean, they're all no, just they're really just together. There's no there's no rhyme or reason why they like each other. The only one that makes sense is the Adam Pierce hating team of. <laughs> Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. That makes sense because they both hate Adam Pierce. Yeah, the Karens. Uh, uh, it's the complaint department. The complaint department. <laughs> I mean, they that would made sense. I would have been okay. Those okay. It makes sense. They we got should have the com- we should have the complaint department against damage control. I mean, that would be you know at least whatever. they're at least they're tag teams. Like yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm okay with, with the women's division. There, there's there's not enough tag teams in the women's real tag teams to warrant having tag titles. Like, there's there's no point. Unless unless you want to include NXT, SmackDown, and Raw and have them float to all all of them. Then, okay, that's fine. Because there's more that, NXT than the other two brands combined. Yes, yes, yes. But but tell me why every other organization has a great women's tag division. I don't want to say great. Has a competent women's tag division, and WWE can never get it right. Even when even when Impact TNA was at its absolute worst, they had women's tag teams, right? Like everybody else about, can get that right. It's all about building the storyline and, and being a reason for them to be together and having some different things in the show. Like, you know, if they, that they don't do that. They just, oh, oh, here, you're back here. Let's go tag together. Come on. Let's go well, face the other team. Brandon, tell me this. Last year at Mania. When we saw Sasha and Naomi win the tag titles, did that not feel like a big deal at the time? It did, yeah. And, and where, where, it, where it are those? Like, yeah, oh. <laughs> Sasha's in New Japan as Mercedes Monet and Trinity. <laughs> Naomi is not coming back to WWE. So, I, but my my point being that that it used it was gaining traction. The problem is you got Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard who hate women's wrestling. They they look at it as a a sex appeal thing. Right. With the bra and panties matches that we had back in the day. So, which again, I mean, we're all males here. That's okay. But 
that's not that's not what I'm tuning in for. Like that's not what I'm watching wrestling for. Well, it's what I was about to say is it, it shows you really what they value in the women's division. You know why AEW's women's division is great because they have great wrestlers mm-hmm. who, and that's what they value. Oh, you and, can't and, say wrestlers. Hold on. Wait, 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 that's not that's a bad word on this show, Jeremy. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> the, the point is, they almost overutilize it sometimes, right? Like they're. <laughs> thank Don't you for say that. The rest <laughs> word. I won't say wrestler again. But but <laughs> but they almost have too many women's matches sometimes, right? When you watch an AEW, it's like, dude, come on. All right, let me get Hangman and 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 Moxley or whatever going at it. But it's um. But man, you're right. KO man, like the, the it is obvious what they use the women's matches for, and mm-hmm. and and what and it's gonna I think it's gonna get worse. Like I don't yeah. think it's gonna get better, um, which is unfortunate because I've I've really gotten to where because of AEW, the women's division is much more entertaining now. Like way off topic here, but give me Britt Baker over any of them, honestly, yeah. and and Tony Storm and some of those ladies. So Jamie Hater, I love Jamie. Oh Hayter. gosh, all yeah. I mean. They're, they don't well they do have some bad ones but they don't have many bad ones and, and it's and, and it's booked correctly and i think that's that's what they're just killing we talked about this last week they're just killing the women's division a little well, bit and it, i think wwe has good women's wrestlers absolutely they're just not being used i mean there's oscar's being misused you got bianca belair who's fantastic charlotte's good Rhea's good outside of that i mean lives i like live i like raquel thank you I like Becky. Yeah, I like those, but and Bailey, but they're you don't see them. They're not being used. Like it's not they're throwing these random matches together for tag championships that mean absolutely nothing. And it's it, that's, it's that's it's my least favorite thing about WWE, honestly, is just the, the things that don't mean anything. But there's if, too much of that. If you're Becky Lynch, aren't you looking at AEW thinking, man, what could I do there? Dude. She would be the champion in her and Jamie Hayter in a match. Take Ooh. my money. Take I'm, I'm my like, money. It, but it, that's what I'm talking. About. Like they, they have to look at it as we could do so much better in anywhere else, anywhere else. Like anybody would use them so much better, and that's the frustrating part. You're right because they have very talented sports entertainers. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that, that but AEW has wrestlers. <laughs> it's not WWE. I don't know what I can say. There's no chance I'm going to figure this out. Oh my God. You said it again. <laughs> no chance. Uh, anyway, I digress. Well, but- I, just, I just think that, that was funny because it was the way, and this is in Raw, the Raw last night, but the way Cody said competitor to Roman Reigns, he didn't say he was a better wrestler. You were the better competitor last night stop it cody come on man i mean that's just you know typical events right there you know we don't want to say certain words i I don't that's so after these uh first two dark matches then the real night to wrestlemania got oh yes Mm -hmm. the next match was a banger slobber knocker i mean it was it was man they probably ever they were probably all red for they're probably still red honestly probably red black and blue they just beat the hound dog at each other not the way i saw this match but now after i've seen the way that the end went then i understand why we talked about we thought gunther might drop the title and go after the big belt well that's not happening so that's why he retained they had the chance to give sheamus the belt that he did not have 
on the grandest stage of them all in a match like this, and they didn't do it. Is anybody else disappointed in this? I was, I, I mean, I like Gunter. Don't get me wrong. I'm disappointed, but I understand it. I, I get it. I see, I, I see I where they're going. Time, I think Gunter's time to it's his. We don't. There's not many big stars. But he's right. becoming a big star. I think Roman beat, beat everybody. I mean, he's beat almost everybody. I, you know, I mentioned this last week. They're they're going to book themselves in a corner here. With a couple of things, having Roman win, right? Who can who? What's next? Who can possibly take him down, right? It's almost the same thing here. Who, if he's beaten Drew and Sheamus, who else in that mid? I hate to say mid card. Who else at that level is there for him to go after that's bigger than those two? You know, let, like let me let me throw a name out here and see what y'all think. Now he's going to have to be built up to get to this point, but I think it can happen. Bronson Reed. I'm a big Bronson Reed fan. I like Bronson Reed a lot, the, the, especially his NXT Bronson. What about Bobby Lashley? Bobby's another one. That, that's, that, that was my point, is that Gunther has many more opponents that he can go through on this Intercontinental Championship run. I don't think it's time for him to give it up just yet. I still think Sheamus is the one that takes him down. I just don't think it's right now. I what think about, could, Lashley, could Lashley go after Roman? Has he beat, has oh. he beat Lashley? Well, I'm just saying more somebody that hasn't he hasn't gone against. I mean – when but you, there's no story there to I not mean yet, not yet not yet yeah but Let, let's go way off topic here how many how many people are in what we would call the Roman how many people believably can take on Roman right now on the roster right now Cody Seth, Seth, Seth Cody Seth I would say KO and Sammy are believable to take him down so four guys Bobby yeah. Lashley I no mm-hmm. Braun Strowman Mm-mm. No, not Braun. Believable? You don't think they're believable? No. Nope. And and I think both of those guys honestly are a step down from Drew and Sheamus for for Gunther. I mean, I just you're talking about two former world champions. I know Lashley's held the belt, and so is Strowman, but they they haven't been portrayed as those two have. As, as mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's kind of a thing. I, you know, I, I you know you got to remember they're going overseas a lot here in the in the summer, like they always do. Maybe Sheamus does it there. Right, man. Let me throw a name out. At the O2 Arena. Let me throw a name out. Jey Uso. To take down Roman? I think I think he's the one that ends up taking Roman down. I don't I don't see Jay as a world champion though. As a singles competitor. I don't see him as a singles world champion. My my thing is where I think they're going with this, I think that that uh He's now mad at them for losing the titles, and they're going to get exiled, and it's going to end up causing them to. He's going to go after Roman because of all the because you know, originally Jay didn't want to join. Remember he he was the one that that got basically. Uh, I think he lost the match to him, and then he had to join him. Right? Wasn't he his right hand man after he beat him? It's been a couple of years ago. I mean, you got to think Jay Jay's already taking him on for the belt. I mean. I just He's think blame Jay for all the stuff that happened with Sammy and all that. And I and, think, well, uh, we'll talk about it when we get to that match. But I, I see something different happening for the bloodline going on. But I'll, I'll, I'll save that for. I'm the sure end. it's nothing that we'll, we'll predict though. Because oh no, no. Well, you know, if Vince is back, that it could be Dwayne. It could be Dwayne now. I mean, but, but, but can it be for the belt? Because then what are you going to do, right? That, like. That's the thing. You got a part timer now, then you got a no timer. 
if the rock if the rock i'm i'm all for the rock and roman because i think that's the only way you end the tribal chief storyline like right. it ha- that's how it has to end but i don't think it needs to be for a belt and i sure don't think the rock needs to win the belt over roman like that's a terrible idea but it may happen but that's a terrible idea unless unless you have solo take it from him they got a lot of work to do yeah, they got yeah. a lot of work to do though but, but it, at some point you know they've built him up pretty well i mean yeah he did lose to cody that he wasn't ready. Maybe he's ready later. And they keep saying that phrase, by the way. So we're going to get Solo and Cody. That's what's going to happen, yeah. I think. But I don't know. I just think they put themselves in spot. And this would have been the guy. You know, I think I said this last week. This would be the guy to take the strap off of so that he can be next. You know, like let him be the next formidable opponent for Roman, if that's who it is, or for Cody either way. So – Y'all are y'all are good with with Gunther. I thought the match was incredible. I mean, they just beat the living crap out of each other. Yeah, it was I mean, uh, it was probably the well, I would say hardest hitting, but the Hell in a Cell was pretty hard hitting. Um, no, I think this was. I, I think you're well, right. The hardest hitting with human flesh. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. As far as the match goes, I mean, it was brutal. It was exactly I, what we thought it was going to be. Right. I love. I love when people are like. Wrestling's fake. Okay, <laughs> you go in that ring, you take a chop from Gunther, Sheamus, or uh, Drew, and tell me how fake wrestling is. Or what was it, 30 in a row of them? Two. Right. Yeah. Right. No, they're, like, hitting, they're hitting their self, like making yeah. themselves like red and, and almost bleeding no, just by hitting themselves. I, I, I loved the match. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I'm okay with Gunther winning just because I think there's a lot of opponents lined up for him for the Intercontinental Championship. And kind of like I mentioned a while ago, if they're the problem with with trying to give it to Sheamus now is that Gunther's beat Sheamus at least three times now. So how many more opportunities are you going to give Sheamus? I'm I'm okay with seeing a Bronson Reed go after it, a Bobby Lashley, somebody like a Bron, somebody going after that that's going to put on a good match. Ricochet put on a great match with Gunther. I'm okay with seeing that again. Um, I just think it's it's too early to take it from. Gunther is going to go down as the the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion, and I think he's deserving. I think he is fantastic. I um he the the work that he's put in. If you remember Gunther back in the NXT UK days, he was a lot bigger. He has slimmed up a lot. He's awesome. Problem is, Vince hates Gunther. Was trying to get rid of him before he got the Intercontinental Championship. So. What happens with Gunther now? I have no idea. There is no telling. A name Exiled we, to NXT. A, a name we didn't mention that could be a challenger for someone, Braun Breaker. Too early. We should have. We didn't see him last, last night. night. Yeah. Well, well, I thought we. I thought we might see him last night. That, uh, I saw. I saw a report where, and I don't know how true this is. I don't know who it came from, but I saw something where. Because of Rick Steiner's comments that he made and got him in hot water, that WWE is holding that against Braun Breaker, which I think is unfair. But against him, but he's had the title for how long? He doesn't anymore, though. And uh, I think they're, that's why they didn't call him up. Well, who knows why they didn't call him up last night? There should have been multiple people that called, called well, up. Well, he was on the NXT promos, like the new promos that came out during Raw last night, as if he was going to be on there tonight. So it would be curious. Obviously, right here, not watching, but be curious to see what he does on NXT tonight if he's there or whatever. Um, I'll just throw another name out like always. What about freaking Matt Cardona? Where is the guy, right? <laughs> Where is he? Is now if, if Here's my thing. If they hadn't signed some of these people – before last night, 
they ain't getting them now. No, no. Mm-hmm. That 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 report about Jay White coming to WWE. No, that's yeah. now saying he ain't coming. Yeah, no. we know where he's going to show up next. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I hope we see him tomorrow night, Brandon. You are correct about that. Yes. So disappointing. Anyway. Well, Tony Khan has a big announcement tomorrow night. Yeah, his big announcements That's are usually big... not very big, by yeah, the way, his, in case you're wondering. Yeah, it's all short. You big announcements. Know. I ate a hot dog for dinner. That's what they usually are. Well. <laughs> I keep waiting, on, well, I keep waiting on CM Punk to walk back in. Oh, if they could get them to – Honestly, that would be the biggest storyline, maybe in wrestling history, if they could get the locker room to welcome back CM Punk. Oh, they gosh. could tell them. They could tell a story off of all that that happened. They could. I mean, it writes itself. But, well, uh, here's here. Well, we, this is a whole other topic. But if you're in that company and you want to take over WWE with what they just put out last night and what's coming in the next couple of months, you better get him back on there. Truthfully, you get him back in, you get Jay White, you bring in Matt Cardona. We'll never watch WWE again. Okay. But, but you have, this is now, we talked about this on last week, how WWE kind of taken that momentum and ran with it. Now, what's going to happen over the next few months with Vince back? Truthfully, right? Like, it is what it is. It's not going away. They're not going to put him out of business. Yeah. But WWE is not going anywhere, Jerry. <laughs> we hold that. We, there's no chance that they're going anywhere. Um, <laughs> Just for you again, Kale. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, I just. <laughs> ran Kyle off. Anyway, the, hey, we, we are way off topic here, but, um, you know, it just goes back to the match I thought was great. Those are three guys who they could put a strap. They, they could give a belt to any of those three guys and they could carry it. I mean, those, those three guys are all three great. I, Great workers. The match was exactly what we thought it was going to be. Very physical, very fun to watch, painful to watch a little bit. Like you were kind of hurting form somehow, but mm-hmm. uh, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. All right. Well, the next match, um, another one that was a uh, championship match. We had Bianca Belair uh, defend her championship over Asuka. Um, I thought it was Asuka. Jeremy, you're the only one that had Bianca Belair. I was going to brag on myself for this one. I was thinking about this on Sunday night. I just couldn't see them dropping both of them. And and now you kind of see they're going to build up Bianca and Rhea maybe a little bit over the summer, which I think would be fun to watch. And we actually talked about this last week. Should they have two belts for the women? And maybe they're building to the fact that they may be fixing to have one women's champion. That could be something maybe they're setting up by having those two kind of go at each other, which I think is probably a good idea. If we're being honest, we, we talked about the reasons why that that would be a good idea. But, um, you know, uh, you're right. Oscar tries to cheat, doesn't, you know, can't do it. And and so, you know, I, I, I don't want to take all the credit for it. It was just intuition, I guess. It was trying to be different. But I, I still, I thought it was, you know, a good quality match considering two, really two of my least favorite workers, honestly. Like I, those two for me, I just, I can't buy into it. Um but I, you know, I was watching and interested in what was going to happen. I, I, I thought they were going to take the title off Bianca. I thought it was time. Um, I think they misuse Oscar a lot. I think she is great in the ring. Um, I, I'm, I mean, I guess I'm okay with Bianca winning. I just where she's ran through everybody. Where do you go from here with Oscar or with Bianca? Like, what else is there for her to do? Um, I, I don't. I mean. 
I'm I'm with you, Jeremy. I kind of can see how maybe they try to unify those at some point, but well, also there's well, a problem with that. If they unify, they can't tell storylines without belts in WWE. So then when you run into that, <laughs> there you have one women's storyline. I mean, anybody disagree with that? I mean, they have a really no, they but, have a really bad problem with that. But also if you if you try to combine those, well, here's the thing. I don't think what happened last night was supposed to happen. I think that was a last minute write up by Vince to get them out there. I don't think that was what was supposed to happen. Um, I, I just I, I don't know where you go with Bianca from here. I don't know who else she can run through. She's ran through the whole division. I don't know who else who you you tell me who's next for Bianca. I think it's real. I think it's what they're going to do. But they're I, both champions. Piper, so. Piper Nevin, possibly. No. So, so Brett, well, well, but she hasn't fought her, and she's she's yes, uh, she has. She's she's uh she's KOD yeah, Piper she twice. KOD. She yeah. did. Yeah. I guess yeah. I missed that one. I probably skipped through that match then. <laughs> but you so wanted to challenge Bianca. <laughs> why don't we unify those titles and then? create a secondary title like AEW has yes. and put that on like a Piper Niven or Liv Morgan yeah. and let them carry that title. And then that way you can have a store, a secondary women's storyline, but still have the main one with the, and that way you're not throwing Liv Morgan into main title matches. I like that. I like Perfect. that. They're going to be like, okay, let's combine these titles. Oh wait, let's add a new, how would they do? Like there's gotta be a way to do that. I don't know how you, well, you cause you don't want, well, yeah, you just, but you don't want to lessen the, one of the main, what's supposed to be the main titles, but they need to make fun, like, or especially if you're going to do Rhea and Bianca. But I'd be okay with a secondary women's title and just take away the women's tag titles. Yes, get rid of those, burn those. Well, get, well I'd say get rid of the NXT ones and then just let them float. Okay, I mean, but, yeah, I, either way. So, but, I mean, if they, they have enough teams in NXT, they could do something if they're floating around defending them all over the place. Then we might be able to get some of these NXT teams that are pretty good. On uh, Raw or SmackDown, that in a perfect world that would make sense if but, if yeah. there's good booking. Well, let's, let's preface that you know. If Triple H was still fully in charge, I would say I could see that happening. But now the women are going to get put on the back burner. I mean, well, I, right, that's the first problem. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. The other thing is we we've seen the WWE; they're not going to unify belts. Don't worry about that. We're going to carry around two belts. Yeah, right? we got. Yeah. Hey, I need I need another belt. We're gonna four belts. I need a I need to unify some belts. Can I is there a KMU belt or a Tyler Morning Telegraph no. belt? I wanna I wanna uh unify some belts. Me and Brandon are holding on to those. Hold on, hold, hold that thing up, Brett. Hold that let me see that thing. That's a sharp looking belt, That's ain't it? Pick 'em champ, man. This is the net SN pick'em champ. What in the world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, seen belt before? he, he won it by nefarious. Oh, bring my Jeremy, belt next time. Jeremy hasn't seen it. I think I think the oh, the champ should, should enter. Jeremy, let me let me let you check this out real quick. Oh gosh. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, we kick the night off with the man who has been a world champion for 678 days. The head of the table. The king of the bloodline, the tribal chief. And a deafening ovation. 
Please welcome the undisputed NetSM Pick'em Champ, Brad Swinney. that during football season jeremy <laughs> i acknowledge my tribal chief i am the i am the pick em champ on the weekly wrap-up show so this is why i hold this title back-to-back years um so that's that's why i got this belt i surprised the guys with that one week i bought it and uh then i entered with that so yeah that was a lot of work you put into that video i'm not gonna lie that was that's <laughs> <laughs> you you might need some more hobbies or something, man. I don't know. <laughs> it was, you know it what? Was a lot of fun. I, I did the video and and uh, having to wait to tell the. I don't even think Kyle was doing the show with us at that point. That's why it, you won the belt because I wasn't picking all year. Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, I do have Corey like to take the long shots, and then Vince. You know, he they go back and forth. I just pick who I think is going to win. You know, so. I, I, it, well, I mean it. it <laughs> who who won this WrestleMania pick them again? I'm just curious. Oh, I think it was the two at the bottom of the screen. Here, two at the, bottom. Yeah, yeah. the the beltless wonders, by the yeah. way. But that's I okay. like kissing your sister though. So. <laughs> <laughs> we we are the Seth Rollins of this show. We're underappreciated, Jeremy. That's Our right. talents are underappreciated. And uh, way underutilized, but that's okay. <laughs> Corey. A whole nother stories with Corey, but <laughs> Let me just give you a quick Corey story. This is, we have the rails. We are not even anywhere close to the rails at this point. It's a Monday Night Raw. <laughs> yeah. So Corey and, and Brett come out to do a basketball game with us this year. Okay. There's one thing Kyle and Brandon probably don't know this. I am I am very. I, I guess I think I get paid for my timeouts when we leave, and so I'm not going to use one unless I really need to use one. Okay. You can't take them with you. So we're in a game. You can't. And 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 we're in a game. We're winning. And and but I think we're playing All Saints bread. I don't remember which one it was. I don't know. If you, but they get a little run, okay. And and we're still up. We're, we're way it was, ahead. It's, it was a lot of. They were they were hit by a lot. It, it wasn't. But we were playing really bad at the time. And Brett's like, yeah, Coach Hurts probably can call, call a timeout right here. And Corey's like, yeah, he's got to get a timeout right here. Of course I didn't. Right, we're up by twenty. And I let him play through it, and Corey's like, "Yeah, that's what I'd have done. I'd have let him play through it too." And I was like, "Corey, you just said I should have called a timeout. What are you doing?" <laughs> He's wishy washy. Flip flop, real quick. You know what? That's a great move, Coach Hubbard. And I'm like, "You're right. It was." Um, <laughs> I'll watch it back at the next day. I saw Brett. I was like, "Brett, like we just got to get some names right or something." But it was great anyway. But okay, anyway, we are way off. But uh, nice belt. Just that's where this all started. I yeah, guess. it is. So, so. Um... <sighs> Speaking of belts, Snoop Dogg with a nice belt coming to the ring there. Yeah. That's a nice uh, – and, and the next segment was Snoop Dogg and the Miz out in the ring. You know, they had, they had to announce the um, attendance every every time, you know. Which like, they lie about, by the yeah, way. It's probably a pretty – It's at least number. eight or 9,000 more than what was really there. So we were at, we were counted there. We weren't there, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um <laughs> And of course, 
I kind of had a suspicion when they started talking. I was like, wait, they're going to, he's going to have somebody else come out. And the person I thought least likely to come out, mm. and I don't have this music or I would play it. That's fine. We don't need the music. Shane O'Mac. Here comes the money. Money, money, money. I love this. I love his intro. Okay. I was, I was like, and if y'all don't know the story, and I, I think I don't know if I told y'all this. 14 months ago, Vince McMahon said that Shane O'Mac would never get another pop in the WWE as long as he was in charge. Because he ruined the Royal Rumble. And lo and behold, he gets a pop. And then he got another pop when he got to the ring. His quad. Poor guy. (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) I mean, he came out there. I don't know how old. Shane is he's probably in his 50s. 50, I want to say he's 53 or something like that. I think they said, I think they said maybe in 54. He, he's doing, doing his little, you know, shim, moving around shimmies and, and he looked a little stiff. And then he went up to jump over the top. And man, I don't know what it is about that family. You know, Triple H, he had those quads that blew that time. Um, I thought it was a, I thought it was like an ACL or an MC something at the I time. Did too. Um, but then they, you know, announced it was a quad injury. So that was planned. The biggest improviser the whole night. Snoop decides he's gonna deck the Miz, and then that. and then do the the Snoop Dog elbow, the doggy <laughs> elbow on on Miz. And Look, I don't I don't know I don't know if somebody told Snoop, "Hey, Shane's hurt. We got to do something," or if Snoop just acted on his own. And, but oh, whatever happened, Snoop Snoop's in my ear. Snoop, Snoop says he's got a, a clip for us. Oh. Um, <laughs> Oh, oh, goodness! My God! Miz is out! Miz is out cold in front of 81,000 people! Snoop's got a right hand! Who knew? I, I still think we have a match! I mean, Snoop Dogg declared that a match was going to take place. Well, but I, I, the Snoop Dogg's going to make sure the match this, continues. This isn't okay! Snoop can do whatever he wants. I guess we are in Inglewood. <laughs> I think those glasses cost more than Mrs. Suit. The dog father. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what that was that was great. But did y'all catch the that she was saying people's elbow like people's elbow, the ref, Jessica Carr, was telling him you could you caught it. I didn't catch it the first time I went through, but then I read something later when I went back and watched the clip. You could actually hear her, uh, but still on the fly, great. improvise. I mean, that was, I mean, there was a lot of great things about the whole night, but that was not non wrestling. Just that was great. I loved it. Well, well, that's why Snoop's a WWE Hall of Famer right there. Oh, I mean, he, got the he, earned he earned it right there, guys. I mean, really, that was his night. I mean, his part in WrestleMania was amazing. It, but all. Go ahead, Jeremy. No, you were going to say something serious, and I was not. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, I, was, I was just going to say, in all seriousness, I do hate it for Shane. Um, I, I never want to see somebody get hurt. That, that's not what I'm here for. But um, two things. we weren't. There was no way we were going to have a WrestleMania without a McMahon. It, it didn't matter if Vince wasn't there. We weren't going to have one without a McMahon. Shane had to come out, but he, he – that needs to be the last image we see of Shane in a ring. I don't need to ever see him in a ring ever again, ever. Which he is sad because he's had some great moments. He has, he has, but he's way past his prime. He needs to, he needs to hang it up. He, him and Lita need to walk off in the sunset together. 
because we know they're not going to run now. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you what we don't need to see again. Snoop Dogg with no glasses on. <laughs> I was telling some people today that didn't watch, I was like, have you ever thought about what Snoop Dogg looks like with his sunglasses off? Because it looks like a weenie dog. You look, looks like you're looking at... <laughs> Look, <laughs> I was thinking when we saw that clip, I was like, I've never seen Snoop without glasses. And I've no, never wanted to again. <laughs> In the moment, I thought, <laughs> yes. I thought this guy's fixing to get himself arrested, number one. <laughs> number two, that is the scariest looking thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that, was, that was, it looked like a naked mole rat. It, it, it looked, <laughs> Didn't look good at all, man. I love Snoop, but he keep them glasses on, Snoop. Don't, don't ever do that again. I want I want more Snoop Dogg on WWE. By the way, yes. you want me to be watching during the summer? Let's let's go Snoop versus Bad Bunny in Puerto Rico. Oh, so down. Have a rap battle first, and oh, then a battle like in that. the ring. I like that. Yeah, love it. Okay, well, so, so the first. Oh, good, Brandon. Uh, the first night, they start off WrestleMania, and they say, singing America the Beautiful from Inglewood, California. And I said, please tell me they're not having Snoop sing America the Beautiful. <laughs> oh, that would have been like, great. Oh, <laughs> oh. And then, there of course, some Becky, somebody. That if, if that would have happened, this would have been. But, of course, in, yeah. in simple Snoop fashion, to get everything started, let's light it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can we fire it up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh man! But but for real, I, I I thought it was very impressive. Even if they were telling him what to do, my favorite part is he's doing the people's elbow and he's like, I got like, he's looking what? for the pads. He's like, oh wait, glasses and his and his bounce off the rope, the first <laughs> rope. <laughs> That's what one of us, if if us four got in a fatal four way match at WrestleMania, that's what it looked like when somebody came off the ropes. First of all, like, we're moving. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, look, that that was entertaining. It was. I could have. I could again. The same Miz spot on night one and night two. I could have done without both of those. But I enjoyed night two with the spot with Miz a lot more than I did night one. Even though McAfee came in night one, I just enjoyed. I think they were different spots. I think the McAfee spot was like a big pop, and it was cool. This one was just hilarious. Well, and it was unplanned because they didn't plan on Shane popping a quad on his first pop. That's the craziest thing of all of it is that was not that was never supposed to happen. No, but it was great. If he'd have come back out on Monday night for the surprise, it'd have been like unbelievable. That would make the show worth watching. Uh, You're okay. Fair. Yeah, that'd have been the one thing. (laughs) Oh. I didn't get. Funny if they had him and Riddle together to see who's higher. (laughs) (laughs) Especially after Riddle just got back from a suspension. (laughs) Yeah, what 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 message are we giving the kids here? (laughs) We we got Snoop on one night and Riddle, the big surprise of the night. (laughs) By the way, Riddle 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 also lost a lot of his trunks while he was in Rio. Oh my gosh. Like this is extremely awkward. <laughs> one uh, one sneeze and the surprise is out. One bad move, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and put some shoes on for crying out loud if you're gonna wear that. I just. <laughs> oh man, oh. Uh, this is where we go to commercial. Yeah, <laughs> um, 
let's let's move on um <laughs> to probably one of the the most I say most physical but the most blood match in the uh the only tonight. blood match <laughs> yes WWE uh, Edge versus Finn Balor and guys of course Jeremy sent us the picture mm. that ladder shot Whew. yeah that was That's, uh was nasty but I mean the overall match I thought was cool was the added platform that Balor jumped on. I thought that was a pretty nasty spot. I mean, he jumped straight down on the table from I don't know how high he was up, but that could have gone bad. I mean, he's already, you know, bleeding out the head, you know. And I, to me, that's the most impressive thing in the match is because that spot happened kind of early in the match where he cut his head open. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the match was like it was just as physical. He wasn't scared to do any of the spots. His equilibrium went off like he was. You would have never known if you just caught the last 10 minutes of the match, you would have never known he had just split his head open earlier in the match. Because it's painted up and you couldn't tell, really. I mean, that's that's true. Because when he came back on on air, I'm like, I knew he'd gotten injured because you just, the the ladder match looked weird. So when you hit it and it's like, and then they rolled him off, I thought Ed did a great job of covering. Like he started getting all his weapons and stuff, like, you know, making it not look so obvious. Like maybe Finn was just out. They didn't really like go to the camera to show. Finn, while the doctor working on him, I thought at the time. Now, I, now I obviously know it was was real. I thought, okay, they're going to open the cage, and here comes Judgment Day in there, yeah. and this is all well, set up. Well, like I knew it was real. Deal with remember they had uh in the elimination chamber, they had Montez act like he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt, and then that's when people yeah. came in the cage. But so I thought that was what was going to happen. As soon as he got hit with the ladder, you saw the blood drip out. So I knew he had been busted open. I thought his face got busted open. I didn't know it was the top of his head. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, you he must have caught the ladder and then it went like and then it back. Or yeah, over, I get I, up I over know. his his head yeah. somehow. He didn't yeah. lock it all the way or something. I don't know. I knew but, something serious had happened because you could see the blood squirting out. And I was like, okay, there's that that wasn't planned. Well, but some of it was hard to cause tell because he was dripping paint too. Yeah, and then it was like then it was purple blood because it obviously where it was it was purple. Because it didn't look red on the mat, but you could see it, and so I really couldn't tell. I was like, "Man, is it? He's got some blood in there, but is it? Is he dripping his paint off too from sweating? Because he always does that too. Because that paint is as soon as he gets in there, it starts coming off everywhere." You know, two things about this match, other than the actual match itself, is it, it's it's a shame to me the years we lost of Edge, right? Like the the dude is we missed a couple of years or a few years of him from being injured. It's a shame that that's the case. And then you forget just how good Finn Balor is and how we talked earlier about it being fake. Like, yes, it's scripted. That doesn't mean it's fake, right? right. There's two different things there. Right. And, and for him to finish that match and do what he did, unbelievable, mad respect for him in the way he did it. And just two great workers, like two phenomenal workers, at what they do. And you're right. When the, when the cage was opened, I thought, here we go, here comes Damien. And, and you knew you probably wouldn't see Dominic, right. Just because of what happened the night before, whatever, but, or is it going to be somebody else? Is there, is there a new, that was the the rumor. Is there a new addition to the, to the judgment day? Or where's the brood? Did y'all, did anybody else find it odd that brood edge was on the screen? What was that? Do we need to, we need to, do we need to label him brood edge? Well, well, that they were making that point because Finn was the demon. And then they didn't even play the brood music. Yeah. Well, was, at, the, at, at the very beginning, at, at the, the very, very beginning, beginning, they did. Yeah. 
which I thought well, was odd too. Play, yeah, they didn't play the whole like Gangrel Brood music. Yeah, they didn't, play, they didn't play that one part. Like the, the they played the Slayer they though. To, yeah, yeah, they didn't play the yeah. main Brood song that the, I'm used to. The one thing I'm going to say about West Coast Outdoor WrestleMania, you lose some effect of the demon entrance when it's not oh. dark. Yes. Yes. Right. Like to me, I was like, man, they are killing this because some of his entrances from NXT stuff or early WWE stuff when he was it, it's in an arena or it's dark or whatever, and he just come out in that. De- I mean, it was. Does this? Listen, I thought it was good, but does this, does this kill the demon, Jeremy? Like, no. are we are we over? Are we done? Like no. it used to be, he was the demon. He never lost. He's, now lost, he's lost twice now. He's lost twice now. Yeah. Is this yeah. is this the effect of it kind of gone? By the way, who 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 picked two in this match? Uh, I'm sure you must have picked correctly because uh, I think you and Kyle had uh, Edge. Oh, huh. Probably I, I why didn't one pick Edge. Huh. No, Jimmy. you had uh, Dam- or, uh, Demon Finn. Me and you had oh, Demon wow. Finn. Uh, we, oh, because yeah, Demon I wrote Finn it. I wrote it. I wrote we the it ones. We the ones. Yeah. We the ones. They the twos. We the ones. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. We're going to make our own entrance, Jeremy, that we can. Oh, we man. Can have our beltless entry. <laughs> well, that means <laughs> see that's. I got y'all's intro. Pants on the ground. Oh man, there we go. That's a little flash, flashing pass, huh? I'm trying to think. I was probably 13, 14 when that NWO Wolfpack was out. <laughs> We're still trying to download that song off LimeWire to be able to play it on a <laughs> to put it on to put it on a CD to play in our car. Good old LimeWire days. <laughs> Oh man! And Frostwire? <laughs> did y'all have Frostwire too? No, it's Frostwire. Napster and Limewire for me, man. There. I use Frostwire sometimes. Oh, it's Napster and Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Well, yeah. anyway, it was uh, a great match. I love the match. I'm with you, Jeremy. I think the effect got kind of taken down a little bit with it not being completely dark. Because especially when he turns around and does the whole little thing with all the lights, like that would have been much more epic had it been dark outside. So yeah. I, I agree with that. Well, I, and part of it is because it's in California. Right. And it's, and it's still two hours behind if it. it's in If it's in like Philadelphia, like where it is doing next year. Then it won't matter. The time will be, it'll be dark by the time. Yeah. You know, so that's the main difference. I enjoyed the, the match. four matches flew by too. So. Yeah. 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 That's well, they had, that, they had to give time to this match and to the the main yeah. event. The, so they, I, I mean, I'm okay with the with them shortening the other matches sure. because of how epic these two matches had to be. Because I, I say, think this blows off the feud with Edge and Finn. I think I, I think they're done with each other for a while at least. So did you say main event, Kyle? I, I did. Well, let's time for the main event. Oh, okay. So let's talk Ooh. main event. Um, man, I've got a lot. I got so much. So many thoughts about this. The the match itself, they got right all the way until the end. They had the chance to, like, Cody's never going to be hotter. They, I mean, they can say all they want, oh, the story's not up. This was his time, in my opinion. I understand they want to keep the belt on reins, yada, yada. I just feel like this was his time to put Cody over. They've done all this work with Cody, and then, of course, didn't Sunday and Monday happen? And now we'll look at him. I mean, uh, I love the match overall, though. The the whole storyline and stuff, it was very similar to the tag match. You know, they had the inter- interferences. Solo gets kicked out. Okay, it's going to be even. Then you had the Usos uh, try to interfere. 
Sammy and, K and KO come out, you know, clear body evens it up. And then, of course, little sneaky solo comes back in a Sami Zayn hoodie or KO hoodie, when it looked just like one that they, they would wear to sneak through the crowd. And uh, somehow gets back in and helps Roman win. I I know, Kyle, Kyle, you picked this one. You were the only one. Uh, what can I say? I mean, this is how you saw it play out. So, <clears throat> I did – I thought Roman would win. There's there's a couple of things you can always count on in a Roman Reigns match. Um, you're going to get the spear. You're going to get the Superman punch. That's That's one thing. And then a ref is going to get knocked down. Guaranteed. Only yeah, one. Only one this time. Well, yeah, but guaranteed. I thought, I just, like I said last week, I just thought WWE loves their numbers. And I don't, I didn't see them taking the belt off Roman before 1000 days. I just, I didn't see that happening. When you're, when you're mentioning the likes of Pedro Morales, Bruno San Martini, San Martino, uh, those type of names, uh, Hulk Hogan, those types that have held the belt longer than Roman, he's going to eventually be the longest reigning champion ever in WWE. I mean, that's just that's where I feel like it's going. The the issue, I don't think it was Cody's time, and I said this last week because he hasn't struggled. You can bring up the seven years he was gone in, in AEW and making his name on the indies. That's great. We know that. They didn't tell that story on TV. So that's not the story. We know that story, but they didn't tell that story on TV. His struggle was the torn peck, which he couldn't help. I think without the torn peck, then we have a better story leading up to Mania. But that torn peck kind of threw a, a wrench in everything. Then for him to come back at the Rumble, which everyone knew he was coming back at the Rumble, then to put him in at number 30, well, you know he's winning now, and he only had to really beat six guys to get that opportunity. I just don't think there was enough story built into it. He didn't struggle enough. My, I personally think now, especially after last night, Did I he think struggle he enough now for you. No, but it's a start. I think here's what I really thought was going to happen after out. Once, once we found out that, that Roman won and that Cody was going to have a mystery partner on Monday night. Here's what I thought was going to happen. This mystery partner. We talked about it in the, in our text message. I thought it was going to be Randy Orton was going to return and join Cody because they need one more person. You got Cody, KO, and Sammy that could go up against Solo and the Usos, but you need one more person to make that that four-on-four. Four. So who's that fourth person? Then when they announced Brock last night, I was like, okay. I mean, I don't care for it, but I can see it because Brock has history with Roman. So I was like, oh, all right, well, there's the fourth person. And then – all hell broke loose last night, but with but Sunday night the the main event I think I think WWE did the right thing. You're saying that Cody's not hotter than he is right now. I think he can only get hotter. I don't think he's buried. I don't think any of that. I think they are setting Cody up to face this adversity to eventually take the title from Roman. It's just not the right time. I just don't think right now is the right time. So I'm okay with how it played out. I just think they've. They basically said that Cody's not the guy. He is I the guy. Him. He's by, just not right now. He he doing. will mark my words. Cody will be the one to take the title from Roman. It's just not right now. Cody's no. taking the title though. We have a King of the Ring tournament coming up. My prediction: Cody wins King of the Ring. Because last night Paul Heyman said that he's not Cody's not getting another rematch ever. 
Okay, well, you can't prevent it if he wins King of the Ring and earns money that opportunity. Money in the bank. Or money in the bank. One of the two where Cody gets an opportunity again, and that opportunity he beats Roman. That's what I think. Mm. All right, uh, Jeremy and Brandon, what do you, you guys pick Cody? What did you guys yeah, think? I, mean, I, I, I thought he was going to win, but uh, as the match went on, I was like, hey, well, even the entrance, the way the – before they, the match even started, I started leaning, oh, wait, Roman's going to win this. And, the, you know, still through the match, though, I was still hanging, hey, there's a chance Cody can win, chance Cody can win. They kept me invested the whole match. I mean, they're, you know, because I was, like, going in thinking Cody was going to win, then, then kind of changed it to Roman. I was still invested because I was like, this could go either way. And it was just, you know, different people interfering and everything. But they both told a great story. Put You know, it was just a fun match. And, uh, I mean, no matter the ending, it was the match of the weekend. And one of the, maybe one of the best WrestleMania matches in a long time. I think it was the best main event at Mania. I mean, as far as I mean, I, you have to go back at least I think seven or eight years to find a better Mania main event Mania match than that. I, I mean, just off the top of my head. And uh, but I, I thought it was great. The it, part of last night too, like this is still the main there yesterday. Bully Ray and Mark Henry on their show were talking about, you know, Dusty's hard times promo. And Cody's never went through the hard times. Yeah, he had the the peck, but that wasn't a storyline thing. That was just something that happened. And now, then the day where they're talking, well, now the hard times may be starting. We'll still have to see. But the, the, like like Kyle said, they want you want to see him struggle a little bit. And we thought it might be the bloodline still. You know, he didn't want hell for a few weeks. I mean, a few months. But now it looks like it's going to be Brock add to that hell. But I still would like to see the bloodline kind of string them along a little bit. Kind of how, like, Heyman was playing games with them last night a little bit. Like, hey, now you got to start back over. You got to beat Solo. You got to beat – and now the Usos can earn their trust back by beating up Cody again and making them re-earn a shot with Roman. But it's probably going to happen, like Kyle said, is with the money in the bank or king of the ring. You know – I thought that Sunday, some of the main things to come out of it were Cody's whole mindset going into this match, right, was proving he could do something his family never done. You kind of see it in the way they portrayed him when it was over with, that the issue is maybe the belief in himself now. And then you add on what happened last night, right? But does he think he can do it, right? Like you're a guy who came back and he said he was ready. He said he'd been through this. He was prepared. He was doing something his family never done. He was doing it for his dad. I mean, you saw him at different points in the night looking up right to his dad at that you know so it's it's like the story was being told and and brandon you're right i think i even text you guys maybe i, I think i did if not i was just didn't because i know who, who was watching it live but i'm with you in the entrances i thought our man's not winning here like he's this is going to be a roman thing just because the way they were building it up whenever he went over and took his daughter and and talked to his and hugged his wife and all that that was you know if if you're going to do that why do it at the beginning? Why not do it after you win? Yeah. Win? You know, and the other thing is, I didn't see this until today, but there was a video on Twitter, I guess, of when he came out of the pre-show meeting, I guess, and and probably when they went through everything that was going to happen of him hugging Brandy and his daughter again. I don't know if you guys see I'm going to try to find it and send it to you guys, but it was, they said it was after that meeting when I guess when he found out, because I think that they, they say there was weeks ago they decided who was going to win this match. I don't know. I don't. I don't believe I, that. I, I, I've heard. I've. I kind of heard similar to what you just said. Is that they didn't have. They didn't know who was winning until 
WrestleMania started on night two. Like they still didn't have an, a clear winner. And, like and they I think it out during the show. At least probably the talent probably didn't know. They may, some people may have known higher well, up. Trip, Triple H basically. Triple H at this point is trying to defend Vince, saying that Vince didn't decide it on night two. But I don't think Cody knew until that day. No, I, I believe that. And so that video didn't come out. I, I don't know when it came out, but I saw it today, and I was like, okay, well, if I'd have seen that, I would have changed my odds. I'd have went and put money on Roman or whatever. But, um, but but I thought moving that forward into into what happened last night on Raw is this: you didn't the Brock thing like that was the biggest surprise of the night, or, or maybe Riddle, I don't know. But Brock turning on Cody was their big Raw after Mania moment, which is not what it should be. But they did such a good job. Of, as much as we <laughs> talk about they can't tell a story and they can't – they told such a good story in that short time of why was it Brock who was teaming up with Cody, right? And Roman starts doubting Paul because – all the all the constri- all the restrictions that that Paul put on who it could be, it it that was a loophole for Brock. It didn't and, apply to Brock, yeah. right? And so but Roman's but mad at but Brock. All that so time he had he had the in the back pocket. He knew, I'm sure. Yeah, and so it's like the storytelling there is so good. Like what are, <laughs> what are you doing now? I'm with you, Cal. I I thought that. I'm thinking much as last week as, as you did. I thought I think and in the text, it's got to be Randy. Randy's mm-hmm. going to be the coming. You know, AEW and WWE have both had this trend of double surprises in the same night. Think back to, uh, I guess it was Daniel Bryan and and um, Adam Cole and Adam Cole together the same night, right? We've seen this before. And so when Riddle comes out last night, I'm thinking, okay, it may be it may be Randy. I actually thought at the end of the match Sunday. As it gets as, as Solo gets into the equation, maybe Randy is a good spot for him there. I think Randy may still be hurt. We talk about this: is he healthy or not? I don't know, but I think the storytelling in this thing obviously has been really good. We've talked about that, and it would be dumb to say it isn't. I think they've done a great job, and I think that everybody, I think what they counted on was everybody just thinking it's Mania, it's Cody's moment. Here we are, and and in the in that press conference afterwards, they asked Roman. Have you thought about the fact you're going to be at a thousand days soon? He goes, we've been thinking about a thousand days, 200 days ago. We're looking at 2000 and 3000 days. And unfortunately there's a lot of heat and it, it, this thing could go on for a while. And and, and I think it is Cody at some point, I think otherwise, who else is it going to be? And this may be the, like, like you said, Brandon, the beginning of that actual hard times that is storyline and not real life as the, as they blur the lines, you know, a little bit on that, but, um, Man, it's such a such a. I mean, the match itself was great. The one thing I'll say is, you had uh, CB Buckner and Angel Hernandez refereeing the match <laughs> because you kicked Solo out. Then the match ends. How'd you think he got down there so fast? Yeah, I kept thinking honestly in my brain that I'm I'm still can't believe Cody doesn't win. I'm thinking we may get a restart here, right? Like surely there's. You know, when the on a raw, we know it's going to end at ten o'clock. So that's we can't the clock. Yolo's twin brother, Yolo. <laughs> oh, but 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 you know what I'm saying? Like it was almost like that. That's the part of that's the part of of WWE that people are like, how can you watch this? And I'm like, okay, I get it now because it's like, how, literally, you count to three, the music starts, and Solo's sitting there. What were you thinking? Yeah. And so that that's the 
you know, it is what it is. I We could talk about that, but I, I'm with you. I, I, I leaned – I started thinking it's going to be Roman as we got there. I, I just I, – I, unfortunately, because I was – I'm all in on Cody being the guy when it's time to be the guy. But I thought Roman, you know, and, and I guess foolish us for not believing the reports or for, or for believing the reports that Roman's getting ready to take some time off. He ain't going anywhere. He's there. Well, well he I, may take some time off. It's he, just – like I said last week, he did this last year. He won at yeah. Mania. He took both belts at Mania, and then he was off TV for at least a month. He wasn't even at Backlash last year. Right. So I I think that he will still take time off. But Well, they were talking about significant time off. They're yeah. not talking about – I mean, whatever. Thanks, ESPN. You've screwed it up for us. Now you're in on it too. <laughs> but uh, I just – I think everybody kind of had their hopes up that this was going to be the moment. And, and it would have been a great moment. And, and I guess we got that on night one. Why should we expect to get it again on night two, honestly? But, um, well, Roman also said, I did see this at the, uh, the I want to say post game press conference, but the, the post WrestleMania press conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see where he said that we're just in the third inning of this thing. Like, yeah. there, there's a lot more layers to this story that we haven't even seen yet. And I, I believe that. And, and that's when Triple H was talking about how it's just a chapter. Like, you guys are considering this to be the end of the book. It's not. It's the end of a chapter. Right. And yet, it, a lot of things will reset on the Raw after Mania, but it doesn't. Or so we thought. Well, well the first the first page of this next chapter sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it right. I, may, I may not watch the uh, or read the rest of the chapter if it's going to be like this. Not only the first page, the forward, when yeah. Omos walks out. <laughs> And then Elias of all people, I oh, thought, geez. why, 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 why? I get starting Raw off with Triple H, and then him introducing the the Tribal Chief. Which, by the way, Brett, you got to change that video. It's not six hundred and something days now. We're at nine hundred forty-five. Oh, no. So that was, that was my reign, not that oh. Tribal Chief. Oh, okay, but um, I I thought that was a great way to start Raw. I thought they the opening segment was good. And then we come back, and it's Omos and Elias. I said, for what? For who? Omos just lost the night before. Elias hadn't been doing jack squat with Rick. Boom. Boom. <laughs> there we go. Hey, I, I, I also liked the first opening with Triple H until I watched the rest of the show. Yeah. And I realized he was talking out of his rear end. Yeah. He and, sold us a bill of goods at the start. Yeah. Of the show. Well, Endeavor might have asked for their money back about – 10:30 Central Time last night. They might have said, "Never mind. Yeah. We we we're not doing this." Well, they need to renegotiate. They need to take all the spots on the board and not give WWE people any. Well, I, I think the problem with the problem is <clears throat> that Vince Vince can't stand to have somebody do his job better than him. He can't stand to see Triple H book a better show than him, and he. If you, I don't know if this got lost in the details. I don't know if y'all caught this before this endeavor merger. I'm not gonna call it a sell, it's a merge because I mean, they still own 49% of it. So, um, before this merger, Vince McMahon signed a two year employee contract, so they can't get rid of him anyway without a heavy severance. So, Vince knew what he was doing when he pulled himself back in. Severance and get it, get him out. But that's but that's what I'm saying. He, Vince knew what he was doing. This was Vince's plan the whole time. That that load of crock with him saying, with Nick Khan saying that he's just back to facilitate the sale of the company. No, no, he's not. He's back to take over control, and that's exactly what he's got now. And it's it's a sad day for WWE to have such a great weekend at WrestleMania 
You know, it was have missing? all the anticipation for Raw and for it to be a complete dud. You know what was missing at WrestleMania? Tell me. Well, I could tell you he won't be on TV as long as Vince is there. Uh, that And that's another thing that bums me out. Like, I was just kind of getting into this Bray Wyatt, okay, Uncle Hyde, okay. They just kind of started that, and then whoop, supposedly he's sick is what I've heard. Yeah, but, I mean. Sick of, sick of Vince. Sick of Vince. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely If, if you think back to when Vince retired, um, the the first few Raws after that, the first and we were getting 20 minute matches. The women were going 10 or 15 minutes. Like it felt different. And then all of a sudden near the Royal rumble, things started changing. Things started getting shorter. We started getting more Vinceisms back on the show. I just made that word up. Vinceisms. Vinceism. We, like <laughs> we just started getting those back. And then I, here's what I truly think that WrestleMania, since it was already kind of built, that was triple H's last stand. That last night, what we saw was a Vince McMahon show from medical facility, competitor, everything that happened on that show. Omos being on the show, because when Triple H took over, there was no Omos. There was no uh, Hit Row. There was none of that. And now it's slowly creeping back into the show the more that Vince has taken over. Speaking that, run this company row. I miss me some Hit Row. No. I love those guys, man. Are you kidding me? Well, tri- man. Well, Triple H is the one that brought those them back. Yeah. I know he did, but, but they it, weren't on the show as much after well, that. Vince like, got rid of them. I mean, Vince didn't want them. They brought them. Triple H brought, brought them back. back. He brought. He did. He did because he thought they were going to be something more, but they're not. They're they're a dud. They're. Uh, I like them. I, they're they're entertaining. Oh, flop dollar that can't jump over flop. the top rope. Flop dollar. I liked them. I liked them better with Swerve, but. Yeah, it, they they were better with Swerve. I I just like their song and their they've got that. They've almost kind of like a street profits, but not they're a little different. I don't I don't care for hit row, but I that that's just my opinion. But I think this this show last night had Vince's handprints all over it. Because if you also remember when when Vince retired, Brock walked out. Brock walked out of Madison Square Garden. He said, I'm not I'm not working for nobody but Vince. And all of a sudden last night, now Brock's in the main event turning on Cody. That's Vince McMahon all over it. I mean, and, and double burden them on the way double out. Burden them, yes, yeah. It's a sad day, and, and it's already the time of the year where people kind of lose interest. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I, I'm just gonna be honest with you guys. I was thinking today, like, I don't even want to get on and talk about this. It's not want to talk about last night. Like, as good as Saturday and Sunday were, last night almost ruined it. Mm-hmm. Truthfully, it almost ruined it, and and I think it's just gonna be more of the same. I don't think it's gonna be any different. I unfortunately. Thank goodness we have another alternative. Like, yeah. I'm just – I'm being honest. Like, I guess we don't work for WWE, so whatever. But I, it'll be hard to – I mean, I'll I'll follow it. It'll it'll be on my DVR, and I'll flip through and see if there's anything worth watching. But it's gotten to – now we're Wednesday night's the night to watch. And I think – I mentioned this a minute ago. I think it's going to get – if I'm if I am a true wrestler, if I'm Daniel Bryan or Claudio – or Moxley, I'm trying to get over there, right? Like I'm trying to get to Wednesday night and be a part of that. And they've got too many people already. But if if, if unless you're one of Vince's boys, like you're in, you're in a bind right now. It's it could be bad. I I just 
hate to be so negative about it, but it's like, man, like what what in the world is going to happen? You know, you know what I think the only thing that will make a change that will start a change is a locker room revolt in WWE. Yeah, if Vince the locker room is like, I'm Vince, not doing this. Vince passes away? Oh, no, uh, that's a little bit. I'm well, but, but, but think about this. Vince is so hard-headed, right? Like anybody who stands up to him or tries to step up and, and say something is You're gone. Fired. I mean, uh, let's be honest. At the time, we thought the CM Punk thing might have been might have not been real, but everything he said was true, yeah. right? And and th- they have no interest in bringing that guy back, and he would do wonders for them if they brought him. I mean, say what you want about CM Punk, whatever show he's on is going to be top. I mean, it's the top thing. Must watch TV. And so you say that, but Vince is liable to go down to NXT. He doesn't care what. I, I'm at the point now where I don't, I'm not sure he cares what the quality of his product is anymore. It's going to make money either way. No matter who it is, the kids are going to watch. He's going to sell the shirts. Yeah. I mean, well, that, that, that's what I'm saying. The only thing that's going to create change is us not watching the show, not supporting the product, and the locker room turning on Vince. It's going to, it can't be one or two people because we've seen how that happens before. You speak out against Vince, you get fired or you get buried on the roster. So it's going to have to be a, Whole locker room coming together saying we're not we're not standing for this. This, this isn't happening. Well, and, and they're at a critical time where that TV deal is going to be up soon, mm-hmm. right? Like there was a time when the ratings were really bad. You say that he that, you know people stopped watching. He didn't care if people weren't watching. It never got better. It got worse as people yeah. weren't watching because he was like, I mean, honestly, you're like, why do I care what I'm putting out there? Nobody's watching anyway. But they got to renegotiate this deal, which is why was, if they don't go into this endeavor deal. Like they might have been in trouble with the TV deal coming up because what they're going to run this thing into the ground is is going to be tough for them to make a lot of money and they're going to be kind of like Pac-12 football. They're not going to have a home. Did and when you, they do, did y'all see last night the I think it was Wrestle Cage or somebody Cage Mania somebody put out the ratings for last night's Raw. The lowest rated Raw ever was last night. Because people tuned out as soon as they saw all this crap going on. But I was too dumb to tune out. I sat there and watched the whole thing. I was part of that. Well, I didn't. I I, I was part of it too, but. I was behind. I was, but I I watched most of it because I was anticipating something happening. Yeah, you just had to think something was going to happen and nothing happened except crap. Yeah, it was, it it was a, a pitiful performance. And then if I'm Endeavor, I'm like, listen, if this is the type of stuff you're going to be putting out. And here's the thing. WWE is very. They're, they're in the know in what's going on on social media. They hear all this. I'm not saying they're listening to us, but they see the tweets. They see every, what everybody's saying. When you have worst Raw ever trending on Twitter last night, that is not a good, a good sign. So if you're Endeavor, you're looking at like, hey, uh, guys, it, you got to do better than this. This is, this is unacceptable. Yeah, you wonder how long it, it, they will take that once the merger becomes official and it's all. And I think that's going to take a little bit, I think, maybe the summer. Well, they're uh, saying it could be the end of the year, if not the first of 24. Yeah, it's going to take. So once what, it'll be interesting, once it's official and they're merged, how long has Endeavor put up with that? But, I mean, we're going to have to put up with it until then, obviously. Well, when you spend $12 billion, you put up with a lot of stuff. Like you, you don't have a choice, right? Like you can't just quit on it. And and here's the thing is Vince has his contract, but how long, like surely he can be fired for not doing a good job. I mean, like <laughs> you got to hey, cause 
So to not pay him or pay whatever. Well, he's had, they've had a reason to get rid of him with cause for. Well, and they haven't done it. I'll give him a check if you'll go home. <laughs> you can have it all. That's what I. But he won't leave. That's the that's the issue. He's not going to. That's his baby. He's not. I tell you what, leave. we'll double it if you'll go home. <laughs> I'll, he, I'll, but I'll he doesn't need it. it. <laughs> he doesn't need it. Think about yeah. the paycheck he just got. Yeah, he just sold right. it. His part. He no, nine billion. Yeah. And and the other question is this, and this is way out there, but this sale is going to go through a lot of scrutiny, and they're going to make sure it's all in the up and up. You know, I mean, I'm not saying there's anything illegal or anything, but. There, there's still a chance it doesn't go through the merge, whatever you want to call it. There's still a chance that there could be some holdups on that too. And if I'm Endeavor, I'm like hoping maybe there is a holdup if it's going to continue to go downhill well, like that. And what what boggles my mind is who wants to get in bed with WWE with all this controversy surrounding Vince with this these hush money payments and paying using company funds to pay off affairs? Like that's who you want leading your company. That makes no sense to me why why these people are okay with this. Like, how is that okay? That, that, I don't get it. It, ma- it makes me wonder, you know, Stephanie walked away. She knew what was coming. She knew why, hasn't, was coming. why hasn't Trip walked away? I, I, maybe, I don't know. That's a great question. Now, how much money did Triple H make in this? Because he had some stake in it. Does he, does he take, at some point, enough and he just says, I'll go start up my own company. I think he cares too much about the talents on that roster to walk away. I think, I think so, too. I think he's there because without Triple H, I think you see a lot more revolt from the talent. But right now with Triple H there, he may be being Papa H right now saying, listen, guys, I, I know it's bad right now, but just just stick with me. Things will get better, I promise. I think he, he has to be that calming voice. And I think that, that may be the reason he hasn't walked away. He cares too much about that company and too much about those people that are in the company. Well, when mom ain't happy and nobody happy though, yeah, that's, that's, that's a big fact. I mean, it's, it's, it's just interesting to me that, that all this has kind of gone on the way it has and, and, and who's walked away and who hasn't. And, and, and the fact that his own two kids are not involved at this point, and, but, but you have, you have triple H still involved. I, I just, Man, I don't know. I, I think that I'm not sure what Endeavor had to gain other than – it's all about a TV deal, right? They're trying to, to put these two things together to get a better deal from some service, which we kind of joked about earlier. We're going to lose our Peacock subscription getting to watch everything, by the way. That's going to change whenever this all goes down. We're all going to have – I have a guy, by the way, if you need a, a service. Oh, I got to watch it. I am a guy. I have it. <laughs> so, uh, it's going to be interesting. So, Well – it is definitely is, and I was kind of looking at the uh, the upcoming uh, events, and there's not really anything. I guess we got the next one would be the uh, Puerto Rico show. Yeah, uh, Backlash May sixth would be the next uh, pay per view. Right after Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Can we get what about is is Great Balls of Fire still on the on the calendar? Um, I don't. See what about it. what about Capital Punishment? Remember that one? That was good. Yeah. Uh, um, we got backlash, then we got King and Queen of the Ring in Saudi Arabia. Yep. Um, and of course, the end of May. So you actually have that one on the twenty seventh, and you also have the AEW one on the twenty eighth. So that's a that's a double header. We might have to do a, a one big show for those two. Um, AEW will be the better pay per view that week. I'm going to be honest with you. If WWE didn't improve what they're going to throw out there, I'm out on that one, and I will. I'm all in on on. Well, we just that took may one be all show, in, actually. So maybe we talk 
you know, we'd mainly talk 30 minutes on that oh, one and I'm, move on I'm, to AEW. I'm cool with talking both shows. I'm just yeah. saying, out of that weekend, AEW will outperform WWE. Oh, no By doubt. a long shot. I mean, and the storytelling, they will build that up so well, and, and it'll be so much different. It's That's, that's man, that's the crazy forward, part. I'm looking forward to the Elite uh, versus the Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, that should be a good one. I yeah. mean, they're building up to having some kind of – but aren't one of Matt, aren't one of aren't one of the Bucks hurt again? Yeah, I heard. Uh, I think it was Matt. I think Matt's hurt again. Matt tore his bicep or something. Oh, yeah. I thought they were hurt, but I didn't know they were actually hurt. One no, of them, one of them's kayfabe hurt, and the other ones actually hurt. They oh. said that going off the ambulance a few weeks ago was actually to cover him for that night because he actually was hurt. But yeah. no, that story will be way better. Um, and and anything MJF does, oh, I mean, sign me up. As much as I love Cody and even what Roman's doing and Sammy and KO, MJF, MJF number one, yeah. number one. He's, it, he's better than me, and I know it. And do not come to WWE, MJF. No. <laughs> Don't do it. A terrible idea. He would, By the way. Can you uh, imagine the PG version of MJF? It would be terrible. Yeah. Um, by the way, AEW in Austin, May 17th, I think, Dynamite Rampage. Um, I'm going to make my way down to the Moody Center for that one. Um, the new Moody Center. I haven't been in that building yet. That's I haven't either. It'll be interesting. But uh, that's me and Brandon met up the last Rampage. And uh, that was in, in uh, we're, we were in uh, Garland, I guess, uh, for that. But, yeah. uh, man, I just, I can't even make myself go to a WWE, spend the money to go to a WWE I, event right now. I, me and me and my buddy, Jeremy, the other Jeremy, the guy I broadcast with, he was, uh, we were talking about, we were like, man, when's the next event like for WWE in our area? And we saw that Raw was coming to Fort Worth, I think, at the start May of May. Yeah. yeah. And we were talking about it. After last night, I'm good. <laughs> Here, here's uh, the bad news. I, full disclosure, I actually have tickets. I didn't buy them. My brother bought them for him and his kid. They have something else going on. He's like, do you want them? I was like, sure, I'll take them. And I'm like, Ugh. yeah, I, they should pay me to go. <laughs> but, <laughs> Are they good tickets? Uh, and Dickies are not a bad spot, really. Oh, okay, have really. That place is awesome. I went oh, and watched the NCAA tournament there last year. It's it's a great venue for oh, anything. Okay. There's no bad seat in there. And and I actually looked at the Moody Center. I mean, at at, uh, at that at, at Dickies for WWE and Moody Center for AEW tickets are actually really reasonable. You can you can sit on the floor at AEW for like sixty bucks at this point. Really, you know, pretty close to the ring. Yeah. So. Wow. Sorry, oh. WrestleMania, you've been upstaged already. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's be uh, fun. My, uh, our, I know Brandon was the same way. Well, Brandon had better seats at last year's WrestleMania than I did. We, me and Jeremy were sitting like we were in the nosebleeds, but we were sitting on the side of the stage. So you couldn't even see them until they got like halfway down the ramp. Yeah. Um, All you rude folks talking about going to these events. <laughs> it was miserable seats. I didn't get to go. I was wanting to go to the Rumble, and then I got – Our uh, seats at Rumble were really good. We were, I'm sure they, they were. were. Thanks, thanks for letting me come with you, Kyle. <laughs> Look, man, <laughs> they get, they got some media passes somewhere. Brett's what I'm thinking. I need I need some media passes since yeah. I am a media well, now. That, that's what I did for the first Night of Mania last year, and that's what I did for the last AEW I went to. Yeah, yeah I, I I took two of our it's my son and another kid, and we sat in this in the seats. But Brandon comes over, talks to me. He's like, "I'm in the media section." I was like, "Oh, that must be nice." You and it Nick was Hausman, only like it was only like ten rows in front of you. Like it was it, the same section, basically. It really wasn't that bad. It, you were like Nick Hausman, probably. Who, by the way, Triple H and uh, Roman Reigns don't like apparently, but that's a whole other story. Oh, that was a, that was a good clip. He asked him about the about the 
was it a well Hausman Roman said one more question and Hausman asked a, a, a it was a dumb question. Well didn't CM Punk call out Hausman too in his yeah, he was Housman was the one that stirred up CM Punk. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Triple H walks in and he goes, Okay, Housman, you gonna get out of the way? You wanna ask me the question? Housman goes, Yeah, what about the Endeavor thing? Can you wanna talk? Do you want to talk about it? And he's like, No, we're not talking about it. Moving on. I'm like, Man, <laughs> poor Nick Housman. Like this guy, I don't even know this guy, but I feel bad for him he, right he now. He brings that upon himself, I'm sure. He looks like he would bring it on upon himself. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. Sorry. But well, it looks like then <laughs> we'll probably get together sometime. We'll see what bad class is gonna look like. Um Maybe get together uh, maybe before that one may work out with a preview show again. We'll see see how it goes. And uh, <laughs> if not, we'll definitely – we can definitely tell them how bad it was if they uh, if it is the uh, a rough show. Um, any final thoughts on the, on the weekend of wrestling? I think Kyle said it best. Sunday and Saturday – or Saturday and Sunday were great. Ruined by Monday. But just – Take Saturday and Sunday for what it was. It was kind of a it was a great deal, a lot of a lot of payoff and and very worth the time invested to watch it on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I I, I agree. I think this WrestleMania, uh Brandon said it. I think this WrestleMania was one of the better ones in recent memory. Um, just from an overall first and we didn't even talk about this, but from the the stage and the aesthetics and everything, SoFi looked amazing uh for WrestleMania. The stage was phenomenal. Um, just the whole production value that W. I will say, for as much as we talk bad about WWE, they have one of the best production teams around. I mean, the they they make it a big event. They make it a big deal. So I I enjoyed WrestleMania a lot. Um, it, like it was one of the better ones in recent memory. It's just it's a shame that it was kind of overshadowed. And I want to say overshadowed. It's not because it wasn't better it's just a shame that yesterday happened is and it was as bad as it was with you would think that, that all that momentum they got from the weekend would carry over into monday and just kind of shoot them off like a rocket and we just fell out fell off the face of the earth so disappointed but i'm gonna hold out hope i'm not gonna maybe friday will be better friday friday will be a big tell if friday is like monday we're in a lot of trouble if Friday's better then we got something to work with we'll see all right, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Off the Ropes WrestleMania Review. Thanks, everyone, for joining us tonight. For Jeremy, Kyle, and Brandon, I'm Brett. We'll catch you next time right here on the Disrespect Sports Network. Give it to us, Jeremy. Come on. We the ones. ones. <laughs> Good night, everyone.